0: This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor.
1: Yo, this is Rob Maji, and you're listening to Our Lifestyle Podcast.
0: Yo, yo, as we get started, we want to thank our title sponsor, Scraping the Coast. You can visit scrapingthecoast.com for more information. Their next event, 22nd Annual, is going to be the last weekend in June. They haven't yet announced it for 2024, but rest assured, we will be out there. One of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. Get ready for more information coming soon on Scraping the Coast. Tap on the hashtag scraping the coast for more information. We appreciate the continued support of Custom Car Show Productions. Yo, 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 it's ODB from OLP. This is episode 339 of our lifestyle podcast. Thanks for coming back and rocking with us. And again, as you heard at the top, thanks to Custom Car Show Productions, we're looking forward to Scraping the Coast 2024 next June in Biloxi. This episode, we got a jam packed agenda. Now, Biggity Mike the Mayor. I can't get a hold of him right now. The word on the street is he went to Burning Man. He towed his Mazda out there, and he got stuck in the mud. So we're going to have to see if he's going to get helicoptered out of there or what the deal is. I'm going to try to give him a call a little bit later. He's not; go- His phone's going right to voicemail, so I don't know what's going down. Uh, episode 339 is certainly jam-packed. I want to start with saying thanks again to Joey from Majestic's for coming on the last episode. If you're a new listener, certainly don't stop here. Go back and and listen to the catalog. There's a lot, including the last episode, which was cool. Joey sells his lowrider that he owned for give or take 20 years and ends up going to an icon in the music industry. So I don't want to give it away. No spoiler alerts here, but certainly go back and check out that episode. Now this episode is jam-packed again. We're going to try to get McGinney Mike the Mayor on. We have Rob Rodell's son, Jackson, who will stop by for a few minutes. He is part of that younger generation that's going to help carry mini trucking into the next decade plus. So not only is uh, Jackson on, we have our title guest at the end, which is going to be Jordan Espinoza, a really good dude. Um, I want to say kid, but certainly he's an adult and he's out there doing the damn thing. And the cool thing is is that although these two guys are a little bit younger, their passion is no less than ours. And I mean that with all respect. Th- these are some good kids up and coming. So uh, tip of the cap, definitely must listen to, uh, especially Jordan Espinosa's because we go into the full interview as normal. With Jackson, we kind of do a shorter segment, but still nonetheless, uh, definitely worth listening to. Now in between... Uh, Jackson and Jordan, we will have Craig Braid. He'll stop by to talk a little bit about Sitting Pretty, their event that went down a couple weeks ago up in Washington. So that's pretty cool. And then Justin Wyatt hopefully will link up with him and we'll talk a little bit about their um, his show that's going down at the end of this month. Fair enough. So certainly jam packed, although we are bi-weekly at least in 2023. We're keeping the content coming, and that's what's important, right, Tim? <laughs> All right. Episode 339 overview is brought to you by our kinfolk at Hamburg Weekend Wear. Visit H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. Hit them up. They've got some cool new stuff going down. They have the freestyling OBS. With the uh, freestyle bike in the back, they also have the bride. Uh, they have these in, in hats and shirts and banners and everything uh, in between. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, just Mr. Santos, uh, congratulations. And uh, that's a, an awesome blazer. And then, of course, the OBS, so awesome. So H-A-M-M-E-R-D, wecanwear.com. All right, the general updates. Man, I've talked a lot about this, but as we get older – We lose friends, we lose family, we lose loved ones. We also lose sometimes idols or people that we looked up to, or in many cases, celebrities that we grew up either idolizing or watching on TV or in movies and so on and so forth. Now, a few weeks ago, Pee Wee Herman had passed away, and I didn't talk a lot about it. Of course, I had that little inside deal with Mike, you know, I know you are, but what am I, of course, from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But, you know, when he passed away, there was a lot of tributes done to him, especially on social media. A lot of the different people I follow, uh, which that was certainly cool. A lot of people go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame and they line up some of the photos, including uh, one of my favorite personalities on YouTube, German in Venice, the GIV. Uh, Very good channel to to check out. But, you know, there was a lot there, Uh, of course. You know, they went to some of the filming locations. Adam the Woo's done that in the past. It's, it's really cool to me that these people can kind of figure out some of this stuff. And, um, but bottom line is, you know, growing up watching Pee-wee's Big Adventure and being a fan of the show and things like that, uh, obviously he was a very talented person, a great comedian. But then shortly after that, we the news breaks, we hear that Bob Barker passes away. I thought CBS did a great job on a tribute that they did uh, to Bob Barker and um, rest in peace to him. I know he was born in 1923 and imagine, you know, basically passing away in 2023, almost a hundred years old. I grew up, of course, in the eighties. My grandmother loved some Bob Barker. We watched, of course, Price is Right in the summer and uh, any days that I was home from school, you know, some of you guys have seen those memes about like Bob Barker and chicken soup and things like that, you know, getting us through the school day if we were sick and whatnot. But certainly, uh, Bob Barker passing away, that was huge. Now, granted, you know, many of us will go, hey, you know, 99, lived a great life. He, um, he passed, well, okay, he retired, I think, at 83 years old. So when he retired, He did an interview and uh, CBS piped in some of this during their tribute to him. But he had mentioned that he wanted to retire at 83 years old uh, because he wanted to retire young, right? So he still worked at 83. He had an amazing career. He came back and still made appearances on The Price is Right, which was certainly cool. He did, uh, you know, Drew Carey took over, but uh, Adam Sandler was at his retirement when he came back and did some different gigs, including uh, April Fool's uh it it was just really cool you know Bob Barker loved that show he loved entertaining people and then his wife she passed away many many years ago and um if you watch the German in Venice the GIV channel you know he talks a little bit about how Bob Barker would go to the gravesite and sit there for like hours and talk to his wife you know he he truly was like you know a lot of people say he just was a great guy not only did he Help control the pet population right? with his whole message that Drew Carey has since carried on. Uh, he just was a great guy, I think, overall. But uh, that was sad. Of course, 99, lived a, a very long life. Then news broke over, I think it was over last weekend-ish, that Jimmy Buffett had passed away. Now, I wasn't a big Jimmy Buffett fan. And you know, I didn't grow up; it just wasn't in my wheelhouse. You know, maybe like it was for my parents or other people that were a little bit older. Certainly, some of the listeners might have been big Jimmy Buffett fans. That was certainly sad. I mean, I didn't see that coming. Of course, not in the inner circle there, so didn't know that he was battling anything. But I think if there's something to uh, take away from that, is he's really a testament to things that don't, ha- you know, things don't happen overnight. I had read through um several different things but if you think about with Jimmy Buffett he released I think 7 albums before his 1977 or 1978 hit that had Margaritaville on it so he was not like an overnight sensation so to speak but from that album on you know he had this illustrious career some people love him some people maybe not be the, you know the biggest fans of his but you know, he turned into basically like a billionaire, had the whole Margaritaville and things like that. So I'd never been to one of his shows. I've been to the restaurant before and things like that. I get the whole vibe, kind of the casual male, as they call it. But long story short, what I take away from this stuff is, you know, you got to get out, you got to live your life, you got to have fun, do the things you want to do within reason. Uh, Of course, live within your means. Uh, You got to definitely do that. But um yeah, it's, it's tough to hear some of these celebrities pass. And some people really get into it. I think it really depends on how much that person influenced you. You know, if you grew up listening to a particular artist, when they pass away, it might just be like, man, you know. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is, but I wanted to kind of share some of those things. The last general update that I have is, of course, football season is upon us. I'll talk about how that ties in a little bit later to some beef that's going down between Spectrum and, In Disney. So I'm not too happy about it, but we'll see. The general updates brought to you by our family over at Lone Star Throwdown. Visit lonestarthrowdown.com for more information. Some of you may be saying, hey, ODB, it's sold out. Technically not. The registrations are sold out, but you can still get an armband and come in and have a great time. Lots of vendors, lots of food vendors. It's going down February 23rd, 24th, 25th in Conroe, Texas. Come on out, and uh, it's a great time. One of the best and biggest truck shows in the country for our scene, certainly. Whether it's classics, lifted, lowered, minis, you name it, they're there. LoneStarThrowdown.com for more information. Now, when we try to call Mike later, there might be some helicopter in the background again because I'm hearing he's having to get airlifted out of the Burning Man. He had the Mazda just getting sideways, rooster tailing. I heard Hank's got photos, so I'm trying to get my hands on some more of those. So we'll try to get the trivia with Mike a little bit later. Next, we got ODB Live and Uncut. And uh, this one is really ties into what I just kind of was saying about Lone Star Throwdown. Something that I thought was pretty cool is Brant over at Graphic Disorder, he had posted, they had printed the shirt somewhere at this show. There's a little kid that wants to be just like you someday, you owe it to them to be the best you can be, exclamation point. So that message that LST has coined, it's pretty cool to see Brandt put that on a shirt, or you know, Lone Star want to put that on a shirt. Other shows have uh, asked, and they have been able to display that message at their show as well. I think it's a great message. And when you listen to Jackson and you listen to Jordan a little bit later, you know that message I think is important because we play a big role in trying to kind of shape a little bit of what the next generation is going to be like and a lot of them look up to us uh, you'll hear Jackson talk a little bit about man he thinks the old days looking at the old VHS stuff was a little bit more fun and things like that but there's no doubt the scene's on the rise it's something that I think is really great is You're seeing this resurgence of the old school vibes and whatnot, and hopefully that'll continue to bring back the camaraderie that we've seen over all these years. That term, thicker than a sticker, I think runs deep in many crews, different shows. You'll hear uh, Craig Bray talk a little bit about that, how that ties into the show that they just had. So, My message this week is just get out there and try to reinforce positivity to the young kinfolk and show them the way. Uh, certainly, we got a little bit crazy when we were younger. I know some of us did, so uh, we gotta we gotta keep on keeping on and uh, really presenting ourselves in a positive way at these shows. In my opinion, ODB Live and a Cut brought to you by our kinfolk Joey at Get Decked. If you're a show promoter or you want to put artwork on a skate deck, certainly hit up Joey Dilworth at Get Decked underscore VA, or you can Facebook message him Joey Dilworth. Uh, Good people, and remember, he's ordering a lot of these skate decks at once to be able to keep up with demand. If you're looking to maybe get even 5, 10, 15, or whatever for next year, get with him now and let him know what you're going to need. That way he can write it down in his list, and he can plan ahead. Next, we got the scene updates. Of course, a lot going on. I'm going to cover a decent amount. Uh, As always, I can't get to everything, if there's ever anything that you want me to cover, certainly send me an email, rlifestylepodcast at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to get to those. Lucky from Canada. He was out there uh, with the family, with his son cruising in the Mazda Cab Plus. He says, Keep on mini trucking, world's lowest NC. Love the truck, Lucky. Keep doing what you do. And uh, shout out to the big homie. Uh, Chris Etchel. Got a chance to slap hands with him at the Spark Show. Uh, Chris says, well, here it is, folks. The moment I've been waiting for since 2000 when I purchased my truck from my dad. 23 years, and my dream has come true. Shout out to Brandon Burrell. Shot this OBS extended cab, and it's on the cover of Street Trucks Magazine. The issue that is coming out now, uh, so pretty cool. Be on the lookout. Subscribe to Street Trucks Magazine if you can. Kevin Crouch says, came to visit an old friend today and ended up taking an icon on a cruise to a rod run in Maryland. Some days, life is pretty great. Pretty awesome. He tags Thad, of course. They're cruising. Two guys in Chick's Ride. I love it. Looking at the magazine. Rest in peace, Jen Lacey. And uh, shout out to Jimmy and Shane for building such an amazing mini truck that continues uh, to inspire people even to today. Uh, Next, uh, shout out to Kevin Hart. Kevin says, I've done a random mini truck and compact, now full sizes, seen at various shows back in the day. Of course, Kevin's posted some pretty cool content in the Facebook group titled, I Was in a Mini Truck slash Car Club in the 80s and 90s, one of my favorite Facebook groups. So, pretty cool stuff. He's dropping some gems. Speaking of Justin Wyatt, we got him uh, up a little bit later, but uh, he posted something on September 3rd mentioning that he remembers back in the day when Brant and team at Graphic Disorder, when they were producing renderings, and he still has his of course blue at the time and it's pretty cool to see all the different iterations that his truck has been through, so uh, awesome stuff. Josh Pascal, he says congrats to my brother Justin Santos on your full logo welcome to the family big ups for getting patched in Justin to relaxed atmosphere. Now, this one's one I don't really want to have to cover, but Matt Hodgson says sadly, Project Boombox, my 88 Forerunner was rocked by a lady running a red light. Thank God everyone was okay, but I'm on the hunt again. Uh, Matt, of course, sold the Colorado and now he's having this issue creep up. But um, it makes me want to have an episode in the future about, you know, distractive driving and, you know, this whole, you know, drive your shit comment and things like that. I'm seeing a lot of people, unfortunately, getting these type of accidents. and We call it the A word for a reason, and it is an accident, but sometimes I wonder, is it distracted driving? Is it people texting and driving? Is it people just not paying attention? And Maybe that's what happened with this lady. I don't know, of course, but um, certainly, number one, like he said, I'm glad everyone's okay, but you have to be diligent out there. Even if you're all eyes, all ears, stuff as Matt points out, can still happen. So again, I'm I'm hope I'm hopeful that he'll be able to move forward, but um, you know we'll have to see how things pan out there. Those are a few items. The one other item I wanted to mention is yes, Mini and Magazine is back. If you go to Mini Truckin T R U C K I N Mag, so Mini Mag dot net. Okay, that is the new website, and I got to give a lot of things. I noticed this the other day on the website. They've got an on the rise section and it says Jason Ballard is all about the scene. Check out what he's got going on here. So I don't know if that's a little Easter egg that they placed out there. I did find that egg. We'll have to see what it manifests into. Hopefully not a Jurassic Park type egg, you know, cracking, you know what I mean? One of my favorite movies, by the way. But, Certainly, uh, if you go out here, um, check out what they have for sale. They've got merch. They've got three new banners with different variation, color variations of the new Mini and Magazine logo. So, more to come on that. But certainly, love what they're doing in social media. They're really showing a lot of people love. They're not staying in one particular corner, they're sh- resharing a lot of stuff. They're collaborating with people. And I love seeing that. So, Mini Trucking Mag. Dot .net hit them up. The scene updates brought to you by Garage Gear Clothing. Visit garagegearclothing.com to buy your merch. Remember the holidays are coming up and they do have free option. They have a free option for shipping, free shipping if you hit a certain threshold. Whether you want the ladies, the babies, you want the sport trucks, the minis, the full sizes, the patinas, you name it. garagegearclothing.com has got it. Hit them up. Let them know that OLP sent you by adding OLP into your order notes. Next, we got the industry news. And hey, This is kind of crazy. Hollywood has been striking. No sooner, about a week ago, Spectrum and Disney are having a big beef. Now I don't have Disney Channel. Who cares about that? Now I don't have, oh, by the way, ESPN falls into that. So, I'm a little frustrated there. I mean, MNF, MNF, Monday Night Football, how am I going to watch that? You know, I know Jason Weiss is over there doing the damn thing, getting the OLP Fantasy Football League going. Mike hasn't even been giving him shout outs. He's got an award ready to rock and roll. I'm just waiting to watch. Hopefully, my Packers take down the Bears this weekend. But certainly, uh, the whole Spectrum Disney thing's frustrating. But I say all that because. The UAW, which is the United Auto Workers uh, Union, they had warned Wednesday that the union plans to go on strike against any Detroit automaker that hasn't reached a new agreement by the time the contract expires next week. Long story short, bottom line, I don't think we can afford for this to happen. You know, things have kind of gotten back on track, in my opinion, since the whole COVID craziness. And you know, maybe this is going to help secure the deal. We, we saw UPS recently that happened where, uh, things worked out. Don't be mad. UPS is hiring. Like Biggie said, right. Shout out to Eric Felber and all the team out there, all you guys out there delivering and ladies, but just know that, uh, we'll have to see what happens. I don't stress over this kind of stuff. Now, granted the Disney thing is a little frustrating because I'm like, okay, now it's directly impacting me. But typically, you know, sometimes these guys play hardball. They got to do what they got to do. And, um, all I know is that the you know the automakers out there make some pretty cool stuff, although I don't like all their designs. And uh, they pay their employees pretty well, and hopefully they'll be able to work out those agreements and, and to, uh, to, to to iron stuff out for the future. We'll just leave it at that. The industry news is brought to you by our family at AccuAir, A-C-C-U-Air.com. That's AccuAir.com. If you want a plug-and-play application, maybe you want the E-Level, maybe you want the E-Level+. plus. AccuAir.com. You can even submit under the AccuAir Life, you can submit uh, your vehicle to potentially be featured right on their social media. So uh, check them out. They're good people. And uh, let them know that OLP sent you. By the way, you can buy AccuAir at all different kinds of vendors throughout the country, including CNS Metalworks. All right, next, we're moving right along. Going to keep the scope kind of limited here for the next six weeks for the show updates. The show updates. So what we have is this weekend you have Static Nationals, which is kind of that three-day event. You have Dropped and Destroyed, which is in Uniontown, Ohio. And then you have River Slam, which is in Chattanooga. So didn't get a chance to hit upon those three as much as I had hoped, but certainly... You know about them if you've been listening or you've been on social media. I know Robbie and them have done a great job really getting a lot of traction with Static Nationals. The number one question is, do I have to be Static Drop to go to Static Nationals? The answer is no. Okay, It's just a cool name, but you can be bagged. Good people. Try to hit one of those shows this weekend if you can. Uh, Sparks in the Park is the following weekend. That is the 15th through the 17th. Of course, that's up in the panhandle at the Mullet Festival grounds. Um, Wishing them all the best. And that Sunday, the 17th of September, that is also Trucks and Cheeseburger Picnic. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's technically down there in Boca Raton. So uh, hit those guys up. And then last but not least, we have Fair Enough. That is the 30th into that weekend, that first weekend in October. Uh, actually, we have Showdown in the Valley, which will be that next weekend, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. Then we have Cruising with Cruisers, we will be up in Whitesburg, Kentucky, the 13th and 14th. And then the 20th and 21st is Last Resort. Of course, that's in Louisiana, put on by the KIK family. So that's the limited scope right now for the upcoming shows that we are tracking. The show updates are brought to you by our kinfolk at The Spark Show. Get ready for August 2024, thesparkshow.com for more information. I'm certainly looking forward to heading on up to the event next year, Lord Willen, in Surveyorville, Tennessee. Next, we got the podcast updates. We're moving right along. We have no new Apple podcast reviews, but certainly what I would tell you is if you're on an Apple device, please go to the pre-installed podcast app, search OLP or tap on library, select OLP. And scroll down, tap the five stars. If you want to go a step further, write a review. If you want to leave your name or your Instagram handle, we'll shout you out in the future. Any five-star review you can leave will help us out. Lastly, be on the lookout. We'll be dropping something very, very soon. Keep it posted to OLP. Turn on post notifications if you can. And uh, just know we got something cool in the works. Podcast updates brought to you by Graphics with an X, Graphics Mafia. Hit up Buddy and Team if you need any decals or stickers, maybe some light design work, even wraps. He can take care of you. Graphics with an X, Mafia.com Last but not least, we got the Airhead Nation updates, and I kind of felt like I got through this a little quicker. Main reason being is I recorded this whole segment, only to realize the file did not save. So instead of getting frustrated, it's like keep on keeping on. That's all you can do, right? But Jeff Rosenberger shout out to the big homie from mini garage. I know he's um, he had posted on Facebook on August 30th that he was out of surgery. He was in recovery. I know he's had some health things going on. I know he's going to be okay. Send some good vibes his way. I chatted with him via text just uh, today. And I know again, he's got a lot going on. He's going to be resting up some, but any positive vibes we can send. Also, if you need Dotson, Or Mazda Parts, hit up Jeff Rosenberger, B-E-R-G-E-R. And uh, he's also at Mini Garage. You can send him a direct message. He sells on eBay. He sells directly to folks. So certainly hit up Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, Rosenberger, Mini Garage. Good people. Best of luck to you, homie. I know you got this. Speaking of that, shout out to Ruben. I know Ruben's got a lot going on as well. I'm going to leave it at that. The booker. hope you're doing good, homie. Stay on the rise, and uh, you'll be fine. Lastly, looking ahead at the calendar, let's not forget that Monday is 9-11. So back in 2001, one of the most horrific things in our country's history happened. I certainly think a lot about those people that lost their lives that day on what we now refer to as Patriots Day, and all of the men and women that had to be deployed to go do what they had to do. My brother-in-law was one of those people. He was deployed a couple of times to Afghanistan. And uh, you know he was able to make it back. A lot of people didn't. There were, of course, a lot of civilians killed as well uh, with those tragic events. So on 9-11, I highly encourage everyone, You know, take a moment, think about those people. Um, take it a step further. I tell people all the time, 9-11 Memorial on Instagram is a great Instagram account to follow. They share a lot of touching stories about the people that lost their lives that day. So, on Patriot's Day, we salute the ones we lost and the ones that we lost of course in battle as well. With that being said, the Airhead Nation updates brought to you by our kinfolk at CNS Metalworks. If you go on Facebook and type in C and S Metalworks, you can use an ampersand or the word AND. It's going to pull up CNS Metalworks Metal Fabricator. You can send them a direct message. You can also find them on Instagram or c-smetalworks.com on their website if you need universal air, AccuAir, airbags. Maybe you want to bag your ride. Get with Chris and team. Ruben, of course, works there as well. They're good people. They built SEMA rides. They built lowriders, mini trucks. c CNS Metalworks with an S.com. Good people. All right, so now we got to try to get Miggity Mike the Mayor on the phone to see if he's getting helicoptered out of Burning Man. We got Jackson coming up, Rodell. Of course, we got Craig Bray, Justin Wyatt, Jordan Espinosa. It's a jam packed episode, y'all. Stay on the rise and thank you for all the support. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, it's free. A lot more coming there. ODB, rest in peace to those we lost on September 11th. Piachi. I'm here. Are you there? Dude, I hear the chopker in the background. Listen, uh, we, we've got the intel that uh, you're stuck out at Burning Man. Did you get helicoptered out of there? or what's, I mean, this, dude, <laughs> there's, dude, everybody's asking me. There's a photo of you, oh. rooster tail, and mud. And apparently you've been out there without food or water. Is Hank in the helicopter, Magnus the Eisenhower? What's the deal?
2: Well, Hank actually came out and rescued me um, in the helicopter. And it wasn't just any helicopter. He stole a fucking army Apache <laughs> helicopter, bro. Well, and <laughs> he swooped down. I ju- You remember that scene back in the day? Um, the 18? Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no, no. The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, where. Um, Commando. Oh, man, no, it wasn't Commando. Oh,
0: True Lies. Oh, man,
2: True Lies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But that he- was. Yep. Yes. And where he grabbed, uh, what's her name's arm, and it was a perfect boob shot, bro. I loved that. That was like boom. And so, anyways, he hung out his uh, Hank hung out his arm, and Uh, at first, I I was a little afraid to grab his arm because I've seen that arm fall off one too many
0: times. You know, after all night drinking. Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly. And And I know he doesn't wash his hands. So I was a little, little, little wary of you know grabbing his hand, and but dude, grabbed his hand. He pulled me in, and dude, we, we flew away. Now I did leave banana hammock there, so um, hopefully you know it, it. Hopefully it makes it, makes yeah. it back home. I yeah. put a reward out for wh- whoever brings it back for me. Uh, but other than that, I made it out alive, and that's all that matters.
0: Dude, that guy Diplo, the DJ, he posted a video where he was riding the back of a truck and Chris Rock got picked up and I swore I saw the helicopter in the background with you dangling. I think that I think that was you and Chris Rock. All these other all these other bigwigs were out there so then that reminded me why you were out there cuz Eastbound Town is on the rise and I figured you were out there hobnobbing with all the, you know, the the bigwigs.
2: Yes. Yes. No, uh, Eastbound get down is, is teamed up with, uh, OLP and ODB and, uh, dude, he's been making videos for us and, and dude, you've been absolutely killing it. So definitely appreciate the love and so pre- appreciate the support. And, uh, dude, the video you posted up of, of, uh, of big John's, uh, uh Escalade out there, fucking an inch off the ground. I mean, Jesus down, man, is that thing not a beauty emotion? A uh, beauty of motion. I mean, it's it's absolutely gorgeous.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. And I told John, I said, "Look, you know, I hate to throw Mike under the bus, but it's like I said, you should be charging him money and even hang. I mean, Mike, for us just to hang around, John, he should be charging us. You know what I mean? Because like he wouldn't usually hang well, out with someone like us.
2: Well, bro, bro, why do you think I have to pay for everything? Everywhere <laughs> we go, I have to pay for it. You, you gotta, know, you I mean, you built I'm got hang- a built-in bodyguard, I'm, dude. I'm hanging out with fucking royalty over there, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're trying to get to that level. I would,
2: I- I would think by now that I would, you know, he would have some freebies, you know, coming his way, but for some reason I'm always stuck with the bill.
0: <laughs> Listen, we only got a short segment we got to do, but I, I want to get down, dude. There's a big controversy going on, not the, the Burning Man thing. I know the truck's out there. We're gonna have to try to get it flown back. I saw you, Rooster Tail, and you had a smile. That's all that matters is you're having fun. But here's the controversy. I thought when nine one came, something about EBGB. EBGD was going to be uh, a pre-registration and then I'm hearing it's got pushed back because of budgetary concerns. You know, what really is the deal? Was it the gallivanting to Burning Man or what happened there? I mean, can people pre-register for Eastbound Get Down?
2: Yes, people can pre-register for Eastbound Get Down starting this Friday, which is 9-8 at noon. The, the website will be live, 9-8 Friday this when it, when you're listening to this podcast, you can go to e. I was about to say ebgb. You can go to eastboundgetdownshow dot com and you can pre register
0: right there, dude. Eastbound Get Down Show. And one thing that I want people to know is that with this event, Mike, it's at Destination Daytona. And here's something that you you dropped on me recently. You can get the nice shaded parking under the big covered area right? A little bit yes, more secure, depending. or you can even, yes. you can pick the different colors. I mean, dude, you don't care if it's Bloods, Crips, or, you know, you don't care, right?
2: Well, we did, we did change that up a little bit because we had the red parking, uh, red parking section, and we had the blue parking section, and obviously ODB smartened me. He learned me, and he's like, bro, you're gonna have the Bloods and the Crips, bro. You yeah. better change that up. Yep. So we changed it to the red and the purple sections. So. Uh, we did change that up. So yeah, you can pick, um, we, uh, we upcharged a little bit on the red section, um, uh, more than the purple section. Uh, but at the same time, that's where everybody wants to park is in the freaking red section. Um, so, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we're trying to accommodate as many people as possible. But basically at the end of the day, it's going to be first come, first serve. So if you want to park over on the, on the red side, you know, the red side with, uh, over by the pavilion, around the pavilion, then make sure you get that pre-registration in i want to say there's um uh, 200 spots over on the red side um, that are going to be available and there's going to be uh, 200 spots over in the purple side other than uh, um other than the pavilion we have 65 spots underneath the pavilion uh that you can uh, you can pre-register for and then we have some reserved parking spots for um, some of the clubs that you know, they paid that extra coin uh, to reserve their uh, their areas. You know, the NC and the aftermath, and and uh, sunset and ground zero. Yeah, Michael,
0: so- I was telling everyone earlier. You know, on this episode, we're gonna have Jackson Rodell, Craig Braid, Justin Wyatt, and Jordan Espinoza. But dude, one of those names jumps out. Justin Wyatt. I know his truck is on some of the artwork that you guys have. My understanding. Is he's going to be gallivanting down possibly to Destination Daytona in January?
2: Yes, he will. This is going to be the first time you're going to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, just Mr. Justin Wyatt uh, in Florida. Uh, so he has never been to a show in Florida, so this is his first one and. And we are pleased, uh, pleased to have uh, uh, Mr. White uh, come out to, to Eastbound Get Down. Yes, yes, he will, he will be there.
0: And and you're happy, you're happy as EBGD to kind of pop that cherry, right? I mean, because you guys are getting people to come in from all. I mean, Thad came from Pennsylvania last year. I mean, well, look, let's be honest. You, We've been going to shows a long you time.
2: Up, you know, that's funny you bring up Thad's name because Mr. Thad will be making a return no uh, back to Eastbound Get Down next year. Uh, he's gonna be doing another deck, for, uh, you know, because we do the deck for dogs. He's gonna be doing another deck for us again, and he's gonna he's gonna be bringing a surprise uh, back to Florida that uh, that uh, that truck started in Florida and uh, actually right around that uh, that Daytona area. So he'll be uh, he'll be bringing uh, he'll be bringing a, a a nice surprise with him.
0: I think I know what that is. We'll have to get Jimmy and Shane out there to really, you know, to to take a good photo. You know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, dude, that would be sweet.
0: Now, listen, Mike, the the cool thing about EBGB, EBGD is going to be, you know, it's in football season, and a lot of main truckers don't care about football. I would just tell people, come on down. Um, you are the next contestant at Eastbound Get Down. And I know Justin wants to go top rope some guys. He's talking about have the ring ready. I said, look, you know, we got to check the insurance. You know, I'm not paying the bills, you know, so I don't want to overstep. But just know, like Mike said, eastboundgetdownshow.com you can pre-register. Come on down. You guys will have a great time. Now, Mike, the only uh, we only got one thing we got to knock out because I know you're still flying back. I hear the chopper going. You're still flying back from Nevada. Uh, the one question I got is, are you ready?
2: Now it's time to get serious. Man, I'm
0: always ready to get
2: this answer wrong. So let's do this.
0: So check this out, man. I talked a little bit earlier in the episode about, unfortunately, we lost Bob Barker. Born in 1923, almost made it to his 100th born day. Always helped control the pet population, right? Always talked about that. But this one's going to be an easy one, maybe for some people. Mike might be tough for you. I know you grew up in the 80s. All you got to do is name any two games that were on the Price Is Right TV show. Any two games.
2: Well, the uh, the the easiest game, and that I'll never that I'll never forget, and always remember because it was my favorite one. Was Plinko. Yes,
0: dude. You know those old people, dude. They jumped up and they started, bro. They would go freaking, dude, that was like, you know, like you're used to going to the club on like a Friday and your favorite kind of, what do they call them, actresses or, you know, performers comes out and like you really start getting kind of a little piped up. That's the way those old people do. They say the P word and dude, they started going ballistic, dude.
2: Yes, yes. So that right there was by far my favorite game. Me too. And then and then um the uh, man, I can remember all the games, I can
0: describe all the games. But yeah, we'll, I'm not gonna we'll, lie, man. We'll give you a credit. We'll I'm gonna give you this, the tick mark if you can describe one that, that I know. Oh, bro.
2: well remember the coal miner where you had to guess the price of the game oh. and then he went up the he went up the mountain and then he fell over the if he fell over the side, then
0: you lost. Dude, I love that one, dude. The music was what really put me over. On oh,
2: that, that was yes, that was one of my all-time uh, favorites there as well. And then how can you forget the golf one, man? where you had to put the ball, and however far you got, you know, if you made it, hole in one. Or wait, and, Mike, uh,
0: or what? Or what happens if you missed it? A hole in one, or and then he hits the button and on it spins. It, yes, and he spins it around. Dude, we miss um, Josh Miller. Remember back in the day he said that he wanted us to walk around the shows with the Bob Barker microphone, with the long, Radish. slim, kind of the Virginia yes, slim deal. You know what I mean? Yes, he, did. I, yes, he see, did. I could see us gallivanting around a show with <laughs> maybe EBGD, <laughs> Eastbound Getdown. Hey. We could, you know. I think we can make this happen. I Mm. think we can make this happen. And we'll have the putting green there. I remember like a switcheroo. There was pass the buck. I mean, I don't remember all the names, but hole-in-one or two was my favorite as well as Plinko. And rest in peace, Bob Barker, dude. He was a true legend, and he did help control the pet population, just kind of like you guys are, dogs and eastbound get down. I know you're really doing a lot of good things, Mike. Yes, And Shannon and Kim, let's be honest, Shannon and Kim are running that
2: hey shannon and kim are, are the main people behind this all and uh we can't we can't say otherwise because uh that is definitely the case
0: well mike, um, we well, mike listen we hear we hear the helicopter kind of going you know getting a little crazy over there um you got any last words because i know dude the Mazda stuck we may never see it again but i know you had a good time
2: man i always have a good time i definitely appreciate you reaching out and uh and calling uh brother man all i got to say is is guys please uh be ready for friday promise it's coming this time um eastbound get down pre-registration eastbound try this friday at noon and uh get those pre-registrations in Um, especially if you want to park in that red section as soon as that's uh, sold out then that's done then we'll have the general General parking, which is the purple section, and then uh, of course you know we got tons of room out in the stereo portion as well. Pavilion parking. Once that's sold out and it's full, it's it's full. So, uh, guys, uh, look forward to seeing you guys next year. Uh, you know, in January, and uh, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, everybody have a great weekend, and uh, and uh, hey, Airhead Nation, we out
0: from Galivant Man to Burning Man, he does it all. All right, everyone, hey, stay hey, tuned. Hey, hey, hey. Jackson Rodell, let's do this. Hey, hey, so as I said, we're going to start with Jackson Rodell. And uh, Jackson, just wanted to say, hey, thanks for sitting down for a minute. We're trying to get some younger kinfolk on. And certainly, we see see you out there hustling, man.
3: Yeah, I'm trying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jackson Rodell, it's a Rodell, R-O-D-E-L-L underscore Jackson. So, I mean, high level real quick, you know, to jump into it like your dad has been doing this i know he's going to feel old but he's we've been doing this like 25 plus years he's been doing it longer than i have did you kind of have you kind of fallen in love and gotten bit by the bug in terms of the truck scene
3: basically i like the older truck scene oh yeah it's not really how it is nowadays
0: yep i saw your dad made a comment the other day when some of these old vhs stuff was popping yeah. up and that's what made me think to to reach out to you is it pretty cool watching the old stuff seeing how far things have come
3: yeah i love it i don't know if they came very far i feel like the older stuff's cooler
0: yeah yeah it is weird
3: more more of it i guess
0: yeah it's weird how the nostalgia goes yeah now talk to us briefly about your truck what truck are you rocking out there
3: oh it's a 1995 azuzu pickup dude bagged and body dropped
0: that's good stuff you know, when we were younger, the, one of the big challenges that we had is, you know, you have to have a friend or someone that can do the type of work. How awesome is it knowing that your dad had a shop and that he can do all this kind of stuff and teach you?
3: It's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of it I do now at work. Oh, do you? I do for a living now.
0: Now, what do you do right now?
3: I work at b and Off-Road. Okay. We build custom lift kits for trucks.
0: Nice. Okay, so you're kind of learning some of the trade, but you're able to work on a, on your hobby stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: pretty nice.
0: Now, have you been to any shows? Like, is there one show so far that you've been to that that's like your favorite?
3: I haven't been to a bunch of shows. Mm-hmm. Like LST is probably my favorite because everybody's there. Yep. And there's so many trucks, but there's a bunch that I want to go to. Yeah. Like and drag and all that.
0: Yeah, and you're still kind of young like and stuff. Yeah. Now, how uh, and I didn't mean to stop you there. What like so I know there's not a lot. There's a good amount, but Texas is the big state. What are some of the other shows that that you could possibly make it to that are close to you, you think?
3: We went to Slam last year. That was pretty good.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Probably hit
3: that. We'll probably hit that again. Yeah. You know, I want to do like last resort and all that, It's kind of close.
0: Yep. Yep. Stuart and his, the KIK family, they're good people, you know? Yeah. Yep. Now, do you look back at some of your dad's old stuff, you know, in terms of photos? You know, your dad has a lot of, kind of a rich history in the truck scene, and does it bring a smile to your face knowing how much he accomplished, you know, in all the years he's been doing things?
3: Oh, yeah. I look at pictures all the time of his old stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's got he,
3: photo books everywhere in the garage.
0: Yeah, he kind of blew my mind, you know, knowing that you know Lomigo was was crisscrossing the country even before it was painted, and then it was on the cover, you know, 25 years ago. Uh, To me, though, and I'm sure some of the listeners, we always appreciate like a younger guy like you that is interested in it because you probably have heard this. I don't know that it's a fact, but it does seem a little bit like not all. Not all younger kids are into cars like we were, like your dad and I were back like when we were younger. So, to me, it's mm-hmm. pretty awesome that you're into it.
3: Yeah. It's definitely not as big as it was back in the day, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty big. Yep, yep. Not for low stuff as much, around here at least, I guess. Like yep. all the car meets, they're filled up with regular Dodges, Chargers, and Hellcats or whatever. No, I don't like seeing that. I like seeing <laughs> low stuff.
0: Yeah, buddy, man. Two thumbs up for Jackson that's um that's an interesting point because i think when people see mini nats they go wow the scene is bigger and badder than it's ever been and i think when you yeah. when you control everything and you bring you know what i mean by that is when you bring everybody to like the, to an event y- yeah there's thousands of mini truckers and stuff like that but i think to your point when we were younger we would see stuff cruising around now the stuff that's cruising around with the younger kids like you said is a lot different so, yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, your dad being in the club for so long and see, naturally, you got, you're got you going to kind of roll up under those guys and roll with them a little bit?
3: Yeah, I guess, kind of. They kind of took me under their wing, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Now, being that you have an izuzu, is there any magazine or any photo or any truck that you've seen that kind of as inspires you? Or are you just like, hey, man? I'm just going to inspire myself and do my own thing.
3: There's a lot of trucks that inspire me. I like kind of like simple graphics along the bottom and all that because I like driving it. I don't want to have to fix all them graphics with rock chips. (laughs) There you go. But like one of the trucks, Radar's truck, is definitely one of my favorites.
0: The Orange Zuzu. Yep, yep. Nah, that's cool, man.
3: (laughs) There's another one that was cool. I think he just posted it not too long ago. Yep. Is it
0: wet dreams? I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. That's that cool. That was cool. Yeah. There was a, as you know, probably the old NC guy up in Michigan, Jake had that one. And it's um, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Do you, do you foresee yourself? Like I, I, I kind of get the vibe that you're in this. I mean, you're, this is going to be something that, you know, you're obviously working in the industry to a certain extent. Now you've kind of fallen into the mini truck scene I kind of see you in it for the long haul, Jackson.
3: Yeah, probably. I'm probably in it for life.
0: (laughs) I know, right? That's good stuff. And the other cool thing that I've always been interested in is there's like a lot of history there with NC and some of the old trendsetter guys with like Smiley and Radar and Lonnie. So certainly you're going to be around a good group of kinfolk, you know, to help bring you up in the scene. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'm going to ask this question a little bit later to No Regrets Jordan, but I wanted to ask you kind of before we close it down here, and I'll see if there's anything else you want to say, but is is there any advice that you would give? Like let's say there's someone a little bit younger than yourself, right? That's like, ah, I kind of want to get in the scene, but I went to a show and nobody was talking to me or whatever. Um, do you have any advice for someone uh, that might be younger than you?
3: Yeah, just buy the truck and build it however you want. Take it wherever you want. I like seeing trucks driving around more than I like seeing them at the shows, to be quite honest.
0: Look at that. True true words there, spoken from Rodell. Jackson Rodell. <laughs> that's good stuff. Do you want to give any shout-outs or kind of say anything else before we wrap it up? I, I want to try to get some younger kinfolk on, and that's what we're doing here, Jackson.
3: Yeah. Uh, kid Caden Johnson, he's got another Azuzu.
0: It's pretty cool. Cool. He's around my age. Yep. Now, do you mind me asking, how old are you? Uh,
3: 20. I just turned 20
0: last weekend. Oh, dude. Happy born day. Uh-huh. Thank you. Dude, you're not even like like you're out there living it and you haven't even hit 21. And that's what I love because we often tell people on the podcast, as you probably know, is you, know, you got to get out there. You got to live your dreams. Like you said, get the truck, build it, do what you want to do. But certainly you're showing people, hey, you're learning and you're doing it and you're having fun.
3: I'm definitely having fun with
0: it. I love hearing it, man. Rodell Jackson, Rodell underscore Jackson, the the lineage from Rob Rodell. And uh, certainly we appreciate you taking a few minutes, Jackson. And uh, any last words? Oh, I'm good. All right, brother. Hey, we can't wait to see you at Lone Star Throwdown 2024 next year. It's sold out, and we'll uh, like to slap hands with you, man.
3: All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jackson. Yes,
0: sir. Hey, hey, so part of the scene updates this week is the obviously the shows that are going down. It's the summer, and what better show to talk about? To kind of do a, a mini wrap-up, Summer Slam by Sitting Pretty, we got Craig Braid back in the cut. Craig, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Jason? I'm great. I'm so stoked to see that Sitting Pretty's you know back, and the club has never went anywhere. I want to talk about that but you guys really made a huge effort to say, you know what? We want to get back in the mix. We had a show before. Talk to us a little bit about Summer Slam on some of the things you want to share that happened last, uh, about a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago.
1: It was our, uh, 21st show. We had a wonderful turnout. Uh, weather was good and brought out some OG rides that haven't been out in 10 years. Devin, he brought out Matt Masbury and, Last time that show was out was 10 years ago at our last SummerSlam.
0: That's so awesome, isn't it? And I did not realize, technically, that the last show that it went to was SummerSlam. So you talk about, you know, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. That's pretty cool. But I think there was a number that you shared that I want to reinforce to people or that I want you to. When you say Sitting Pretty's back, you said, I want to make sure I heard you right, the 21st show for that club. Yeah, 21st show. and that's fantastic. Now you got to think about this, right? So I know there's been some long-term members in there. There's been some guys and ladies right in every club that kind of life gets in the way. They decide to go a little bit, you know, different route. They may not be kind of in the club, but it had to have been a good feeling whether you're a new school guy in that chapter or that club rather, or someone that maybe has been in for 30 plus years did you find that you had some helping hands from all levels and in, in, in kind of within the club?
1: Yeah, first off, uh, Danny, his Mazda on our artwork, he's been in the club since 92. He's been around the whole time, and that was great. And then we had about five, six OG guys from the – they were in the club in the 80s and 90s. They came out to help us or as a spectator. And then um, Kevin – he brought out his hard body that he's had forever with a tilt bed and very clean undercarriage.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, And you and and Matt uh, Pig Rig, shout out to both of you because you shared a lot of photos. We, We shared OG Kevin's, as we know him as, the Nissan hard body, which was super cool. You mentioned the yellow Mazda, which my understanding, you know, you've really schooled me on a lot of the uh, history in that region the pacific northwest we'll call it of course the yellow mazda being really lying in the sand first body dropped mini up that way i think Gendro's hands were in it it had to have been a good feeling right to see the mix of the resurgence of some of the old school guys and ladies did you feel like maybe that was a little bit of fuel to the fire to get some of these guys kind of motivated again maybe to, to maybe want to get out even more if, if they if they can
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, just just stir the fire and get going. And I saw one post from a, a guy up in British Columbia. You know, he's already working on his Mazda for next year, trying to make it better better than it was.
0: Dude, that that's great. Now, I want to give a tip of the cap to two guys. One you mentioned was Devin. He's been on before. Ruben really helped uh, get him on. So I want to shout out to Ruben the Booker. Uh, Devin... He he went above and beyond. I know he had a challenge with the tow rig. His truck, as you mentioned, had been kind of stowed away for a while. The Mazda, but then also Lucky, huge shout out. You know, I chat with Lucky here and there uh, through text. Good dude. Uh, he also both of them had t- like a border crossing kind of in their in their field of view that they had to deal with, right? And that's not always. You don't have to go into all the details, but my understanding is that's not always super easy.
1: No, it's not, and it's just the personality and the attitude of the border agent you run into at the moment and that agent felt like uh he was going to come down here and sell the trucks and if you sell a vehicle come across the border it needs an inspection and it needs a bunch of paperwork and they felt he was going to sell it and he's like look this is a show I'm going to this is where I'm staying and they still were nope you're not coming
0: Yeah, I heard Lucky had like a trench coat, and when he opened it, it was not what Hank was thinking, but it was basically, he goes, look, you see all these cars? I'm a shot caller, 20-inch baller, you know what I mean? That whole, dude, I was like, come on, man, this guy's balling out. He ain't going to sell anything. If he's like me, he's going to hoard some more stuff. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he has quite the collection.
0: I, I love it. I love it, dude. But tip of the cap, Lucky, love you, man, good dude. But let's talk about this. The, the show itself right so a little bit enough of my gallivant in there when we think of the show uh, talk to us a little bit about some of the things you want to share i know there was a couple of key sponsors and then maybe did you get more than you expected in terms of uh, showgoers um
1: yeah I, my, my goal was shooting for like 150 show entries and we hit, hit 178 so Good. you know the day of I, I told the venue that they asked me how many cars i'm like I'm thinking 150 to 200, and at 178, 179, we, we're right in there. Excellent. Um, but, you know, a couple of weeks prior, I'm like, okay, because, you know, you never know what the weather might be, and, and that can really hurt the numbers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The venue itself seemed like it worked out really well. And my understanding, though, you also had a few key sponsors. Anybody you want to shout out there?
1: yeah the 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 venue they they were great sponsoring us and then Les schwab tire centers they they jumped right on board um helping us out and and then um created minds and then actually all the clubs in the northwest chipped in um helping us where they could whether it was raffle prizes or just uh support with a hand here and here loaning us a golf cart Helping set up garbage cans, what whatever the the whole Northwest, all the clubs uh, pulled together and helped us in some way. Relaxed atmosphere, uh, perfect poise, twist of creations, class act. Mini, Mini garage, Jeff he he gave us some shirts and uh, magical minis, if I will with that Toyota. He uh, gave us some raffle prizes.
0: Excellent, yeah, that really brings. I I, I don't know who quoted this. It's one of those quotes that's like, uh, it, you know, it's like unanimous, uh, anonymous. I think, but thicker than a sticker, right? You brought that up before we started. That really reinforces in that Pacific Northwest region of the country that whole mini truck genre and 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 the club guys and ladies and stuff. I mean, really, they live that thicker than a sticker.
1: A- absolutely. Well, you now that there's, uh, we're a small group up here, so we I think we all have to stick together and help us all succeed.
0: Yeah, I love it. Now, hey, I'm I'm itching over here for another truck. I mean, any you know, maybe you can kind of put a good word in. I'd love to buy that yellow Mazda though, man. That thing is like that 90s vibe, dude. I love it. And it was cool to see it out there.
1: Yeah, and and another truck and shout out to to Chris with his purple S10. He came from Vancouver Island as well. And I mean, that that truck is so
0: nice. Yeah, very cool. Now, between the photos that you and Matt Weathers had sent, I mean, there was so much stuff there. You know, I know Severed came, Patrick came from all the way from, I think technically he lives in SoCal. You had some Dotsons there. Uh, You had a full chassis that was laid out. I mean, you had rows of really cool stuff, a Camaro, a Jeep, you know, things that, it was kind of an eclectic mix. Oh, by the way, you had some uh, awesome bikes that we love to see. But you've got one of your clubmates, Matt. I know he is hardcore into the bikes. I met the homie before. He had a nice little setup, too, with the Nissan.
1: Oh, yeah. He, Nissan with his Elf bike in the bed. And then, I don't know how many bikes. He had 10 or so.
0: Yep, yep, yep. He ha, he had 10 or so bikes out there. That's what I counted. And uh, I loved seeing that. I, I know Aftermath came out there, too. They had the Purple S10. And it was cool. That uh, had got a lot of views on social media. They really dig in the interior on that thing, uh, which was super cool. Do you, do you being in the scene as long as you have been, Craig, and becoming friends with us, and you know we appreciate your friendship. Do you foresee like a show like this, right? You guys took a little bit of hiatus, right? Because life is is the most important thing. But you come back, and then you know you sweat all these bullets, and you go, "Okay, man, we pulled the nose of the plane. We got right where we need to be." But do you guys come back in twenty twenty four What's what's the vision that you guys have right now?
1: Yes, sir. Oh. August twenty fourth, twenty twenty four, same location, and we'll we'll uh, go from there.
0: Yep, yep. Now I wanted to ask you this: something that I saw that came up and you and I never got a chance to talk about this and I don't know how close this is to you but you know they sometimes the radwood stuff happens and my understanding was uh, I'm friends with Nick now over at Griot's garage thanks to my buddy Joey linking me up with him love their products by the way but Griot's ended up having some sort of event do you think that like next year if they don't have that event you know you end up peeling some of those people or was that maybe not the crowd of a typical mini truck show.
1: Uh, it, it, it might have because like you said earlier, we had a variety. So, and and we opened our, our show up to everything. We had a really nice, a nice Thunderbird here at the show. That was a big contain contender for best paint Wow! and, you know, open it up to everything. There's a nice scout here, but yeah. And that, that uh, griots uh, rad show, it was about I don't know forty five minutes an hour away. So yeah, some of those people might have came up here,
0: yep, yep, so we'll we gotta you know you guys and the team will will push the next twelve months and and try to spread the word. We'll do the same for you. I do want to reinforce this, and you mentioned it earlier, but Were there maybe some faces that, because I I know this, I believe if my calculations are correct, uh, you know, like Doc Brown said, you you know, my calculations are correct. You're going to see some serious, you know what, you know, you know what, you know, the S word. But if my calculations are correct, you guys uh, aren't going like 30 years in the future. Your club has been around for 30 plus years and you probably saw, I'm hoping, some faces that you hadn't seen in a long time, maybe in the club. Did Did you feel like you had some old school guys come out and help? oh
1: yeah john vice a guy from the 80s he was out here and yeah about six guys from the 80s and early 90s came out yeah, and actually a couple of our clubs that no longer around oh. lo and behold they had a couple of members out here wandering around but yeah we definitely brought out some some people from the early 90s and 80s to uh come check out the show
0: yeah, if your last name is Vice and you're not from the '80s, like then there's an issue. You know what I mean? Like when you said that, I was like, okay. "Right." No, but I know that you did hit upon that earlier. But I did want to reinforce that. I think that's pretty cool. Now, if if you can reinforce sitting pretty, so S I T T I N P R E T T I, that club started back in circa what year? Nineteen
1: eighty nine. So so next year is our thirty fifth anniversary.
0: Dude, that's fantastic, and that predates some of the. The biggest clubs out there, and obviously none of us do it for, well, that's what she said. I got to say that before I even say this, none of us do it for the size, right, of the club or the award or anything like that. But in all, um, you know, in all seriousness, it's cool to me to see people like yourself, and and obviously you've been very clear with me. You go, Yo, Jay, I wasn't in day one, right? But you had the early, uh, the innovators that kind of got it started. You've had a lot of people carry it on. And I think that's great. Now, one of your near and dear friends, uh, I posted about it before you've reminded me and I've added Chad to one of the calendars. And that always pops up for me each year. I know it's tough that your buddy wasn't there, but my understanding though, his parents are helping carry on the legacy. They were there as well. uh, Helping. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, they're, they're in the club. They're part of it. His, uh, Tacoma, was on our artwork behind Danny's Mazda. And it was right up front here at the show. Dude.
0: And that had to just been a good feeling, you know, again, them knowing they're carrying on their son's legacy. And I think you told me this before they, they still own the truck.
1: Yeah. They own the truck.
0: Cool. Cool. And like you said, you paid homage to him through that artwork, which I thought was great. And Oh, by the way, you know, show promoters out there, I often love how these different shows throughout the country, you know, they they have a thought process. They don't just, you know, pick a truck or a car. You know, every club has their own little thing, but how you guys pulled together some of the lineage there back, to use one of Ronnie's words, you know, into the current, I thought was fantastic uh, because there's that rich history up there. But, oh, by the way, I do want to give you a shout-out because, keep me honest, Graphic Disorder, they did your artwork?
1: Yes, they did, and I was very happy with the artwork.
0: Yeah, uh, Brant and Shelly, their team is great. And I I tell people all the time, if you're a show promoter or you need some artwork and you want to go next level, you know, this new year's coming up and you go, you know, I want to start fresh. Email graphic disorder now because their waiting list is very long. It continues to grow because all of these shows are getting on board. But, Craig, you and I both know the importance of if you don't have that artwork you may not sell as many shirts right you may not sell as many skate decks or whatever you're you're selling and that plays such a huge part i believe too to also rope people in to go wow this looks pretty cool these guys aren't just doing some you know old school 1992 you know sketches
1: yeah, I, I think that our work helps a lot and t-shirt orders that was hard to estimate how many t-shirts to order we we sold out right away wow. because it was such a nice design so next year we're gonna we're gonna order more skate decks and more shirts and uh, and banners
0: yeah that's cool and brand there you go if you need a, a spokesperson or a, or a, a, a an official comment there you go from Craig you know he reinforces it right there boom. If you know the old saying, if you build it, they will come, and that's what happened. You built some sick artwork, this cool concept. Oh, by the way, old school, new school, and boom, it sold. But, uh, Craig, any other kind of shout outs you want to give to any of the sponsors or anything else that we need to cover before we wrap it up?
1: Just that all all the sponsors, whether it's big or small, it all plays a role in uh, helping us make this a successful event.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'll be sharing some of the photos. I want to give a huge shout out to Corey. I believe I'm saying it right, S-A-U-E-R. I always mess it up. Sorry, Corey. I got to get him on, by the way. You know, old school guy from up that way, knows his history. He shared a bunch of photos on Facebook. He shared them into the I was in a mini truck club in the 80s and 90s group, and it was so cool to see. I felt like I was there seeing the Kuahara bikes, the, the micro cab, or the the Mazda cab pluses, the, the vans, the old school Ford patinas, a lot to – to see if you're in the vicinity or you're traveling next summer plan if you can it's a one-day show so it doesn't take up your whole weekend Sittin' s-i-t-t-i-n pretty p-r-e-t-t-i summer slam on instagram on facebook craig give the best to everyone and listen i appreciate your hustle to help bring a show back to the show circuit especially in a region that in my opinion definitely needs it great job
1: thank you jason
0: Hey hey! So super excited to sit down with Justin Wyatt. And Justin, we're hearing some buzz about Fair Enough that's coming up one day show on September 30th. I understand.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do a free party on Friday night. Um, we've got it approved by the city to shut down the road, do some cruising. So right in front of where the show is, so everybody can hang out and just kind of do their thing. And I think it's going to be really fun. I think this event's going to be uh, something a little different than than what I've done in the past.
0: Yeah. When I first saw the flyer, I thought of Greenville, right? So for, for those that are looking at the flyer, it's Greenville, green with an E at the end. So Greenville, Tennessee. And my understanding is with this event, you know, you've, you've made it very clear, like you really like, like many of us, these one day events, like you said, with the pre-party on Friday, you've got your show on Saturday. What should people know about either pre-registering or getting into the event on Saturday?
4: So our pre-registration is closed now. Um, however, we will take cash or card at the gate. Um, that's no problem. We prefer cash, you know, just because it makes it a lot easier in the processing fees and everything. Um, it's going to be uh, it's thirty to, to yeah thirty day of show. Sorry, I had to think about that for a minute. Yep. Uh, thirty the day of show. Um, spectators, we're doing uh, five dollars now. That is actually we're going to put that money. It goes towards our, uh, our, the charity we're doing for our auction on, which is the BHP Foundation. And uh, that's going to, uh, that's real quick story. Basically, what that boils down to is uh, there there is uh, um, some parents from Greenville area. They had a son that was very passionate about cars and he passed away. So they started this foundation in his honor to help give out scholarships every year. So they do multiple different stuff, and we wanted to help them to where they could help give out scholarships. And the thing is with their scholarships is you have to be um, going into uh, a vocational trade. So they're wanting to see more kids get out there and work with their hands.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, and you've always uh, done as much as you can in terms of the charitable contributions, and we love hearing that in the scene. Not every show can do that, but certainly when uh, someone like yourself and your team, when you guys step up to do that, that's very commendable.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's part of it. I mean, the thing is, is we're grownups now, like 20 years ago, we were kids, we were those, you know, we were those punk kids driving around in trucks that didn't make any sense to the older generation. And, and, um, you know, now I want to make sure that the community and the region that I I live in, you know, I care about it. And I'm more of a part of it than I was when I was, you know, 20 years old. And I want to make sure that when they see us out that we're approachable and and you're respectable and we're just uh, we're just ordinary guys that just happen to like our trucks a little bit lower than everybody
0: else. You're right, right, definitely, definitely. September 30th, 2023, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's fair, F A I R E N U F, fair enough. The artwork's very cool. Of course, you can see graphic uh, disorder kind of inspired, right? They they do great work. I'm assuming they did the artwork for you.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eric did a great job. Um, Him and Kelly um, threw that together. And, uh, you know, we just kind of – I always just kind of tell Eric, here's kind of what I'm looking at. Here's the truck. Do what you do. You know, I don't have to give him any, you know, different directions because Eric always comes out on top and kills it with whatever he
0: does. Oh, yeah. Talk to us – there's got to be a little bit of a spin on the name, right? Is there any little kind of – you know, antidote that you can give us—is that how you pronounce? It? I always say that real word wrong. But is there any little nugget that you can give us on on the name? Like, um, what? How does that tie into the show?
4: Well, obviously, it's at the Greenville County Fairgrounds. So fair, you know. And we were trying to tie that in, and we actually have one of our uh, our our big sponsors this year. Um, outside of uh, Direct Auto Reconditioning and Bachman Bernard are our two uh, main sponsors. That's our, our top ones. But we actually have Doctor Enough, which is a East Tennessee drink, basically. Um, You can't find it outside of our region. It is um, owned and bottled in Johnson City, Tennessee. And so it's Dr. Enough, E-N-U-F. So that's kind of where the spin came off. Uh, We actually made the the show name. And then after we we came up with the name and and agreed on it, we um, reached out to Dr. Enough and they jumped
0: right on board. Very cool. What a, what a way to reel in a sponsor. I like it.
4: Absolutely. You just you got a wordplay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Fair, F-A-I-R-E-N-U-F. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. You can find more information, again, September 30th, 2023, 8 to 5. You also have the Friday Night Pre-Party. Um, one of the names that I, that I see that sticks out on the flyer is Trashy Photography 2-2, which I believe that's Jennifer. That's the better half of Robbie possibly correct yeah right so i got a chance to meet her at the spark show and it's really cool i would tell people follow her page trashy just how it sounds photography two two it's pretty cool i'm sure for you to have a lot of different people like her come out especially a female representing the scene
4: oh absolutely and i mean jennifer is a really really good person uh me and robbie been friends since he came back into the scene and um robbie's a super good guy you know we'll be at static nationals this weekend hanging out with him and showing some support and he's been real supportive of this event um you know it, it's cool because we were both in the same month and we're a couple weeks apart and robbie was totally you know like yeah cool man no problem man that's not a problem at all he wasn't upset about it and that's you know that's the kind of friendships that you need in the scene and you know as far as you know with with the photographers and everything i, I love it and i can 100 percent tell you that greenville tennessee um is going to offer a lot of great places to take shots of your vehicle so clean it up i'm just if you come in on friday and you you're looking for a little bit of time to kill just hit a back road you never know what you're going to run into old barns old farms uh awesome mountain views i mean there's no telling where you can find just to, to park your truck in the middle of the road and just take some shots
0: very cool well we're excited to see. Uh, some of the photos. And we know, you know, putting your neck out there and doing an event is no easy task. And it's great to see, you know, you kind of putting the flag in the ground going, hey, I want to support this region of the country where you live and do the dang thing. Again, everyone, it's fair enough, E-N-U-F. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, Greenville, Tennessee. Uh, Anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up here?
4: If you want to know uh, what vendors are going to be there, sponsors, anything like that, it's www. fair uh, You know, obviously, I'm really stoked this year. Uh, I've got DJ Mays. That's that's a huge one. I've got oh, DJ yeah. Mays on board. You know, you can't go wrong anytime that you've got DJ Mays on board. Um, you've got Graphic Disorder doing your artwork, and then you've got some really great sponsors. Uh, and vendors coming out like Black Label Powder Coatings, they're at the top in their, what they do, they are the best. And he doesn't do shows, but he's always supported us. Um, anything I do, he always comes out and shows out. So it's it's awesome to see him do that.
0: Yep, good stuff. And I did talk with Mike a little bit ago. He, As I understand it, uh, congratulations. I mean, again, on your truck being rebuilt into the current version. I love it. Uh, it was great to see it at Mini Nats. Of course Mike mentioned with you being on the show artwork, he's pretty confident you're gonna gallivant down to Florida and if that happens like I understand it is, uh I'm super excited to see you down here, homie.
4: Oh absolutely, man. We've already uh I pre registered yesterday, so Mike is good, he is correct, I will be there. Um that will uh that will be a cool event. I'm really looking forward to be able, you know, we forward to coming down and Florida you know, in the middle of the winter here. So it gets a lot colder and get to a little bit, you know, even if it's 15 degrees warmer, I'll be happy.
0: For sure. Just don't let Mike introduce you to Florida man. You know what I mean? There's there's Hank from Hammered Weekend Wear, and then there's Florida man, you know, so you got to be careful, you know.
4: Oh, no, no. You ain't got to worry about that. See, I, I, I'll i follow you, but I'm not going to follow behind Mike. He gets into a lot of trouble. You right. know? His galloping is, uh, is, you know, he, he's, he's, he is a Florida man. He just won't tell you.
0: Yeah, he's stuck in the mud at some crazy Burning Man thing out, and I swear, Nevada, he's trying to get helicoptered home. I don't know what he's doing, but... Uh, it was Hank's
4: idea. That's the bad part.
0: <laughs> Justin Wyatt representing Negative Camber. I've known you for a while. I remember seeing your truck years ago. at laid out at the park. I know you're a, a staple in the scene, especially in your region of the country, but you're known worldwide, Jay, and I got a lot of respect for you keep doing what you do and uh, we're super excited to see the success of fair enough man
4: absolutely brother and i really appreciate you getting me on give me a little bit of time to talk about it i hope everybody comes out enjoys the event with us and it's just our first year um it's going to grow we're going to keep doing some some bigger and better things and uh really excited just to, to add another show not just in our region but you know on the east coast because you know we all know that uh the West used to do it big, but it's the East Coast now. We we, we hold down the, the, the you know mini trucking.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, everyone, hey, we appreciate it. Stay tuned, everyone, for Jordan Espinosa, our title guest. Justin, have a great weekend, my friend.
4: You too, buddy. I appreciate it.
0: Yo, yo, I'm super excited to sit down with Jordan. I want to say this right. Espinoza, right? Yes, sir. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. I think one cool aspect, just I usually don't lead off with this, but I think people will appreciate we often, and I often say, Hey, to myself, like, man, you know, I'm having a lot of the guys I looked up to, or maybe some guys that were even a little bit older than me. So I think it's going to be a little refreshing to you're kind of on the flip side of some of the, 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 the older guys. I don't want to call them old, but you know what I mean? So you're a little bit younger. So I think you're going to help maybe bridge the gap a little bit on some things. I'm very curious to pick your brain i'm I'm ready to blow your mind, yeah, dude, I love it. I love it so, but Jordan, let's hey, I'm gonna throw a couple easy ones at you, man. Just how you doing, brother? How's life treating you?
5: I'm doing all right, man. I'm just kind of just hanging out working working every day and just doing what I can.
0: yeah, for sure, and uh, i I'm bad about asking people this, and i I don't think you mind sharing, but just kind of what you do when you're your normal day job you're you're into a certain trade, right?
5: Yeah, I'm involved in the IBUW, which is the electrician's union, and I'm based out of here in Bakersfield, uh, California, local 428. Basically, I'm just an inside wireman apprentice at the, at the current moment cool. doing a five-year program up until I journey out, and then from there, I can take this adventure all across the country.
0: Yeah, it's crazy to think the the, the the world we live in now, especially here, there's like unlimited work, you know, because it's like they wanted to put a Chick-fil-A up or this or that. And, that, you know, there's just constantly building is as, as a huge thing. And obviously, as you know, code and all of those things, it all has to you can be done a certain way. So that that's a great trade uh, to be in. So very cool. I appreciate you sharing that. Talk to us a little bit about this, like where do you grew up. So I know a lot of times I, I start with these questions, but I'm kind of curious, like, you know, where do you grew up and maybe some of the things you were into as a kid.
5: I'm born and raised out of Bakersfield, California, you know, the one of the main meccas of the mini trucking world. And just kind of, it, you know, if I'm not working, I'm tweaking on the truck. And if I'm not doing that, I'm kind of just hanging out. I really don't do a whole lot just because, you know, it's not really my style, but yeah, if I, if I do, do If I do something, then I do something, but it's mainly just hanging out with family or doing something with the truck yep. that involves, if not taking it out or working on it at some point, because something always needs to be worked on, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, when you were growing up, because I know, like, I think back to the movies, and we always talk about the old stuff. I feel old talking about it sometimes. But, like, when you, you know, if you're born, let's say, in the mid-90s, and, you you know, do you have fond memories of, like, certain things you liked doing as a kid before you became an adult? Was it, like, watching certain movies or anything that, any fond memories that you had, kind of, I guess, you know, in the 2000s, maybe?
5: Not paying bills, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, is it- I, I miss I miss school. Honestly, people look, tell me I'm crazy all the time, but I would trade school work for paying bills any day of the week. But <laughs> I mean, really, I was when I was younger growing up, I was always outside. I was always, you know, riding my bike or doing something. I was always out in the garage with my dad, you know, tweaking on something. If if we weren't too busy, but um, mainly I was just I was always I was an outside kid. Just to sum it up, basically.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate the honesty of the answer and the reason why I wanted to ask that is I want the listeners to know, because we've got people from all different age ranges, even if you were, you know, born in the mid nineties, right, or even early two thousands or whatever, it's I, I think sometimes the younger generation and granted I think there's two younger generations after me. They sometimes get typecasted into. Well, they don't want to work, and they don't want to do this. And and I try to tell people like, I guarantee the same people when I was, a, you know, a young adult, they were probably saying the same thing. Oh, these kids just want to, you know, drive these trucks that are low. They don't want to work, and it's like, no, that wasn't. So it's like I think sometimes the whole generation gets brushed under this whole swath of. Oh yeah, they they're this kind of people, but but they're really not and I want people to know that. It's like not everybody out there is lazy. Not everybody yeah. out there is into one thing. Not everybody out there stays inside all day. It's just it's it's a mix of people and that's just the way it goes.
5: Exactly. And every generation has their people that don't want to do anything or whatever the case is and yeah. you know, it's it's just it's just it it happens to be like that sometimes, you know. There's nothing really you can do about it except just, you know, do your own thing and you know, pound the pavement and Make your money.
0: Yeah, exactly. I like it. Now, this this is um, a question I'm always curious about, especially with yourself. Like, what was? And I I think I know the answer, but what was the gateway drug, so to speak, into the automotive world uh, for you, Jordan?
5: Oh man, that's that's a story in and of itself. I mean, I ever since I was a kid and I could walk, I was at custom car shows or I was doing something that revolved around it. You know, I have. My, I only have my dad to think about uh, for that because he's the one that brought me around this. You know, I was hanging around all the local banditos and whatnot uh, as a kid. And, you know, we went to lowrider shows. We went to custom uh, custom car shows. And he didn't end up taking me to my first mini truck show up until 2014 when I graduated high school. But, I mean, as a kid, I was always always around cars it's there was nothing else I didn't see except that and you know it's there's no other world I'd rather be involved in and it's it's been a it's been a blessing for sure to be involved with the scene that I've been involved with and the people I've surrounded myself with so it's really just it really just ties back into my dad um, because back in the day in the 90s he was involved with uh, syndicate minis of minis and compacts i don't know if you remember them yes i do they were based out of here yeah he was he was involved in that for uh for a little bit he had a 91 obs that was dropped on uh phone dials of all wheels and whatnot i always mess with him about that and him and his buddies and you know how can you drop a full size on a little 17 inch wheel but he's like son that's all we had you know we had to if you were balling 17s you were you were doing something
0: yeah and so
5: um yeah, it's 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 wild to see the way this scene is, you know, came about. But really, it's if I had to sum it all up, it's really just because of my dad. If, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be anywhere near uh, what I have right now with the truck, with the whole scene, with, you know, with everything that's I've gotten to be involved with. It's it's all it all pertains back to him.
0: Yeah, and uh, that was what I was thinking you were gonna say, and uh, want to give a shout out to keep me honest. Your dad, your pops' name is Junior Espinoza, and then he's on Instagram, Jr. Espinoza 71 Yes, sir. Yeah, so when I had looked at some of your tagged photos on Instagram, uh, of course we're talking with N.R. Jordan. So look him up, Jordan Espinoza, N.R. underscore Jordan. When I looked at some of the tagged photos, of course I saw Junior, uh, your pops, and it you know made me look through some of the stuff. And it's got to be a great feeling. Like you summed it up there really nicely, but very much like, you know, I'm a little bit older. My dad loved that I had the passion for it. Where our situations are a little different is your dad was highly into it. My dad like liked the classic truck, but didn't know, you know, he wasn't as ingrained as maybe your dad. It's got to just mean the world to you to know that, like you said, your dad got you into it, but he's also your ride or die. It's like, Hey dad, you want to go cruise? Hey dad, I'm doing this. He, he's he got to have a smile on his face ear to ear knowing, you know, he did a great job and I barely know you as a father to get you where you're at. You know what I mean? To help you get to where you're at.
5: Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's been a blessing for sure. I couldn't ask for a better parent and, and friend when it comes to this whole thing. It's he's, he's pushed me a lot to finish this truck and you know, he's, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have, you know, anything really to look at, you know, in the backyard. But I mean, it's because of him, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty set. He's, he's steered me the right way all of my life. And he's, you know, he's been there for me quite a few times when I have needed him and, you know, I couldn't, I can't thank him enough. He's, he's helped me in some binds when it's come when it came to this truck. And, you know, it's, I can always, you know, count on him to, you know, go to a show with me or, or ask them advice when it comes to you know what do I need to do or how can I go about this or just anything. Even if it just doesn't pertain to trucks, it can come you know with just life advice. And I know I can always count on them when it comes to that kind of uh, aspect. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I would encourage people to uh, shout out. And your pops probably knows this guy. I've met him through Instagram and social media. But Louis Castillo Sr. Um, if you follow underscore syndicate with an S. So syndicate SMC underscore um the reason why i say that is if if anybody wants a glimpse into that old school syndicate life uh he's done a great job of sharing photos and then there's a bunch of hashtags that these guys use uh smc for life and things like that but i would encourage people that crew when you brought up syndicate i got the the hairs on my the hairs on my neck going because like when you think back um and it's a whole nother conversation but those guys really the inroads that they built back in those days, the stuff they were building, some of the guys are still in it hardcore. I mean, they're legit like hardcore mini truckers, you know, the compacts, obviously that was a big role, but it's going to be cool to know that your dad, you know, was a part of a lot of that. And and I'm sure he knows the damn history too.
5: Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy to see and hear the stories that they, they have. I mean, I mess with them a lot because (laughs) him, Lewis and their buddy, big Mike, um, Oh yeah, I mess them a lot because they're My like compliment. they have they don't have anything on on us nowadays and whatnot. But when it when it comes down to it, they really were the ones that set the standard for you know what a club and what you can really bring to the table can look like. And you know they they really help me out when it comes to this kind of stuff. And they kind of point me in this direction or that direction. And I mean I I, I mess with them a lot, like I said. But you know they really are the ones that you know. Help me out when I when I need it most, especially when it comes to uh, mini trucks.
0: Yeah, and I assume you're talking about Mike Hoffman. We've it, it probably the we've we've covered his trucks so much over the years. But long story short, I would tell people there's there's a lot of history there, and there's a lot to be told. And you know, it, mm-hmm. it's really cool that you know your pops is and was a part of that, and it has all of that those friendships because as you know, that stuff will really lead you down a, a great path you know having all of those connections but so do you th- do you ever think back and do you kind of have a fond memory of maybe your first quote truck run at least in your mind or is it such a is it such a haze because you you were going to so much you're just like dude i went to everything as a kid oh yeah i like
5: i said i went to i went to dinner everything um but my my first mini truck show wasn't up until like I said I graduated high school which back in 2014. Yep, yep. I went to Summer Bandits for my first show and we kind of, him and I just kind of walked around and I mean obviously you know it being a death heat over here we only lasted so long but I mean it was it was something to see when it came to all those trucks and that when I tell you that grass area was filled it was filled and you know that that really was my first show truly but my mm-hmm. first show taking a vehicle was, I think, I want to say the next year. Cool. Um, going to Lake Paris for the Forbidden Show and Shine, which, like I said, was my first show uh, with a vehicle. But, um, yeah, it was it was something to see with that whole Summer Madness scene. And, you know, that's actually where I spotted the Frontier for the first time, and um, i wanted it ever since. But uh, to tie back onto Big Mike's uh, truck, like you had mentioned, that really was the inspiration for me to want to have graphics because that was like once i saw that i love graphics i love the way that the colors were the orange the yes. everything that tied into each other it was just i was like if i'm going to do graphics i'm going to do something like this
0: oh yeah yeah i've always got that issue of street trucks the inaugural issue you know within a, it's right behind me here and you know i know mike one day we'll get them on i think we'll be able to bend the zero enough to get them on but that's the cool thing and i think what's what's really key jordan is that you know i know a lot of us joke sometimes about things we'll be like oh man you know if you weren't reading Mini Truck magazine are you really og and you know we all raz each other right we we kid around with our friends and stuff but i think what like the picture that you're painting for me that i think is so key that i want the listeners to know especially if somebody's younger i met a young dude recently at um the spark show with him and his girl and they didn't know a lot of people but they i mean Dude, you, he showed me pictures of his Mazda, and I'm like, dude, this thing is, dude, unbelievable, the stuff he's been doing. Mm-hmm. But I say that because I, I want people to know, like, like you don't have to have been into mini trucking since 1999 or, you know, 1978. Like, you can get yeah. into it, you know, whether, you know, your pops obviously was kind of the gateway there a little bit for you uh, because of the stuff as a kid. But you certainly, anybody, if, if you want to live this life and you want to go to truck runs and do the thing... People can do it, right? It's not that far out of their reach. No, it's just
5: like a, like you know, just find something. I'm sure there's flyers going around. Just social media is the biggest thing when it comes to something like this. Um, yeah. So that's where you're going to find a lot of uh, a lot of show flyers, and it could be right in your area. And you just nothing stopping you but fear and air, and just getting over there and ex- experiencing what you know what like a family feeling can be, and you know what everyone can bring to the table when it comes to their vehicles.
0: Oh yeah. Now, you mentioned this was a perfect segue. You mentioned the frontier, and I got a chance to see it. You know, we, you know, LST was super busy. I know you guys had a lot going on. We did too. And it felt like, man, like I leave there and I go, man, I, it was like a whirlwind, right? So, of course, I got to see mm-hmm. the truck. Um, it was cool to see that and holler at you. Uh, talk to us, though. You, you hinted like you had seen this truck. Like, I'm very curious to know, like, how did you go about obtaining the truck? Like, was some work already done to it? Can you tell us that story?
5: yeah it was like i said it was back in 2014 when i'd first seen it and it was for sale at the time and my buddy uh frankie that's you know in in the club with me as well he was a current owner or he was the owner of it at the time and i was like dad i have to have this truck like look at this truck like it's for sale like you know you know we can we can get it and he's like no nah, not right now he's like he's like you know just you gotta look around and okay. look at this and look at that and um it had been passed around after that a few times, and it ended up in SenCal with another club member. Uh, his name's Jay. He had it, and I had picked out him a couple of times to get it to sell it to me. And and he's like, no, nah, man, I can't sell it right now. He's like, I'm doing this and doing that. And then I think I want to say, I don't know how much longer after it was after we had talked, I was like, you want to sell me the truck? He's like, you know what? Bring me this, and you can, you can get it off of me. So got the money together, went up to Sencal and drove the truck home, and it's been in the it's been in the backyard ever since.
0: Yeah, very cool. Now, paint the picture for us: was it red? Was it body dropped? Was it just bagged? Was it kind of like it had good bones, but you you could run with it?
5: It was it was bagged and body dropped, uh, stock floor body dropped. But uh, getting back to the house after I had picked it up, um, the fabrication on it was kind of kind of wonky like someone who built it shouldn't have built it but um you know it got it had gotten rebuilt by my buddy phil and and corey um here in Bakersfield, and you know they rebuilt it to where it's a solid it's a solid you know driving truck um but yeah it was bagged soft floor body dropped um it wasn't red at the time when i got it it was like a silverish kind of blue and it didn't get sprayed red until i debuted it a couple of years ago actually
0: Okay. Yeah, that's why. Okay, because now if 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 people go back far enough on your Instagram, they'll see it is like a almost kind of reminds me of a like you said a a bluish gray color that was probably mm-hmm. more of like a fact maybe a factory color. But I mean, it's still I always like the trucks in the factory colors even, but it looked cool then. But did you yeah. always have the vision for the red paint?
5: I honestly didn't. I was getting it when I was in the process of getting it rebuilt. You know, I was kind of i needed to make it my own so it was it had been that bluish silver color for the longest time that i can remember and i just i wanted it like i said make it my own and you know different colors got brought up because you know paints the hardest thing to do with building a truck like there's so many colors out there you can you can't even think straight but um i want to say it was like i said back to my my dad he's i think he's the one that suggested red and along with a few other people and you know just it's really red's basically like one of my favorite colors and it's just it kind of just really sat with me and i was like you know what i'm gonna go with red and just i've never never regretted it
0: yeah so then you get with kp concepts he lays down the renderings like he always does super sick work right real clean and <clears> then boom <throat> is that when the vision was like yo this is gonna be it
5: oh yeah 100 because it like unless you're a renderer or an artist or whatever the case is, it's hard to picture things in your head up until you can see in front of you. And once I finally did, it was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a ticket right there.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, again, this is great about Instagram. It kind of tells the story. So like October 3rd, 2021, you post a photo and you're like, you know, here she is everyone. The only picture you had taken all weekend, even with the new paint, because you were enjoying the weekend with the homies, the club mates, and it looks so good. A very timeless, Billet wheel, I'm sure a lot of many truckers will tell you that. I mean, it's just uh, it was at the time great billet wheel still is, and uh, it had to have been a good feeling to go, yo, I'm out here, I'm rolling, man. I got my stuff on the rise,
5: oh yeah, it was that was such a surreal weekend. It's you know I can't I couldn't thank you know my my type of rep Danny uh, enough for you know full logoing me and it was just like guess yeah, like you were mentioning, it was literally the only picture that i gotten taken, and it wasn't even me that took it. But I couldn't have enjoyed that weekend more. My my dad happened to be there with me. Everyone was there with me, and just enjoying the moment of slapping that logo on the back window and just having having a great time.
0: Yeah. So give or take, that's October twenty twenty one. So twenty twenty two comes October, and then a few more months brings us into twenty twenty three. So about a year and a half later, you then post mm-hmm. a photo on February twenty first. I think I think this year. You said that, well, the cat's out of the bag. I'd figure I would show what I've been keeping secret for the past months. I'm so pumped. So your dad, I assume, has this kind of old-school connection and, and friendship with OG K-Daddy. Talk to us how, mm-hmm. uh, if it, my understanding was he laid down the graphics, how did all of that come about from the red base, you know, that red color to, hey, now it's going to get graphicked up?
5: Well, basically, it came down to just, you know, My dad told me to get with Kyle, you know, see when he can get you in. And just when you grow up with a painter like that for all of your life, you kind of just can trust him and just bring him a truck and let him have at it. And he'll you're going to get the greatest product you can ask for. And um, basically how it started was I had to take it down to the shop that had sprayed it red the first time and have him take the clear off. And then crazy enough, Kyle would leave the shop. Um, because he actually lives around the corner from me, he would leave the shop every night and come to my house, and we would be in the backyard, and this is all going down during the winter too, leading up to LST. He would come up to the house on his way home, and he'd be here for an hour, maybe two, laying out one side, all right, I'll be back tomorrow, and then come back the next day and lay out the tailgate, all right, I'll be back tomorrow, and then lay out the other side, and so on and so forth. He laid out the hood and the dash and the roof and in one I don't want to say and then after that it was just spraying the base um white and then laying all the colors out and from then on it just went to it actually went to his shop for final clear because you know the whole thing with the whole dirt situation and whatnot not trying to get everything dirty and whatnot sure. so
0: yep Now, was it, it had to have been, you know, obviously talking about these different generations, you know, K-Daddy is legendary in so many ways. Like, I can't even draw a stick figure. This guy is painting some of the sickest stuff as you and your pops know. Was it interesting as kind of the younger generation being able to see, number one, he's spraying your truck, but number two, did you get a chance based upon your work hours to see a little bit of it as it was going down?
5: Yeah, every, uh, I was home by a certain time every day, so it wasn't, it wasn't ever an issue, um, to see what he had going on, but it's, um, it's wild to see how their mind works when it comes to laying out graphics and, oh, I want to take it this to this point and I'm going to have a around here and then it's going to end right here, but I'm going to wrap around a graphic around that and whatnot. So it's, it was something to see every, every day he would come over here and, um, lay the graphics out, and you know it, it's still wild to me that it was done in the backyard inside my dad's shop. So that's <laughs> know, that's the great that's the craziest thing to me, honestly.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. The interesting thing to me is like I get stressed; like I can never rebuild a carburetor. Or, you know, some of my buddies could just dump a whole bunch of parts and go, "Okay, let's build this." I'm like, "Wait, hold on. You got to lay this all out." You know, my OCD mind. But then you go, like you said, with painting, I can't even just lay down one piece of tape probably straight if I was sober. But let alone these guys, how they have to do it, and you know, obviously the airbrushing thing is a whole different piece. But it, it, like you said, it's mind bending the stuff that they can do, and some of them have been doing it so long, it's literally like you know, you and I just getting up, standing up, walking. K Daddy obviously is just, I mean, needs no introduction. I mean, it's just, it's just legendary. I really dig, you know, seeing some of the photos on your Instagram that it almost looks like uh, that that gray color. You know, it, it's hard to tell. It almost looks like something you'd, you'd walk in someone's garage, right? And you see these real badass floor deals they do. And I always love the speckles, or I don't know even know what it's called. But when I see that gray laid down the way it is, with all of that, I mean, dude, it just looks like so deep. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, it's he was going for um, basically like a granite kind of yes yeah, um, background. So it it really tied into the truck and. You know, it's, it's really, it really is such a, it's such a badass paint.
0: Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So when you were plotting and planning on that based upon the timeline, it looks like you were pretty much gunning. Like you knew you were already ready to rock and roll to go to Lone Star, one of our favorite shows. That was the objective was to, to basically debut it there. Yeah.
5: Because I had already something brewing up that I had to, I had to keep a secret for a long time. But, you know, um, Shout out to, you know, Mini Truck and Takeover for, yep. you know, you know, blessing me with a shirt design. And that's really ultimately what it came down to because we had, we had talked about it and, you know, we got a game plan going. And my goal was to debut at LST, like we were, like we were saying. And, you know, that's always been a dream show of mine to go to. And to debut there was, was absolutely insane. And especially being in, being on a shirt and in a booth. So, you know, shout out to them really for, you know, Hooking me up and, you know, showing me love when it came to the, when it came to that aspect.
0: Yeah. And I was going to say it towards the end. But, you know, I wanted to say congrats on being selected for one of the mini truck and takeover shirts because, you know, he does a really, really good job. Um, I had a chance about a year, less than a year ago to, to chat with him on the phone for a while. And I, you know, I learned some things about him and he he really is a passionate guy. And that's one thing I tell you what, that I took away from our conversation in knowing that, you know, he puts the time and effort into picking these trucks and he does, you know, he picks certain things and to be able to see it there, mm-hmm. but then you had to share a little bit of the time. Of course, you know, you were over there for a while, then you were over with the No Regrets uh, fam. It had to have been a good feeling, you know, seeing uh, Wilk over there, uh, Steve with the with his Suzuki and then, you know, you park there and just, I mean, how many guys and ladies you had there. I mean, it was an epic party at Lone Star.
5: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And like you were saying, he's Andrew uh, is, is he that man is down for the scene and he loves mini trucking and he wouldn't I couldn't see him doing anything else other than that. And yeah, you know, he really does, like you're saying, take the time to pick those trucks out and you know, for him to pick me out of out of all those trucks that are out there is it really was an honor to be selected and you know I can't I can't thank him enough um, for doing that for me and yeah, being parked out there with with all the No Regrets crew and um, being parked in the booth, it was it was an experience for sure. But you know, to get all the the kudos and the you know high fives and wh- whatever you want to call it uh, from everyone out there, it was it was a really you know really warm feeling because you know it it shows me that like hey, like I built something these these older mini truckers can really appreciate and yeah. Yeah, understand when it comes to the old school graphics.
0: Yeah, and something I want people to know is again, you know, when we're talking with Jordan, you know, he might be ten or fifteen years younger than you, and I don't mean that with any disrespect. I mean that with all the respect because it really reinforces that you would look at someone could walk up on your truck in a parking lot or at a show and be like, "Yo, man, this is this has got to be some hardcore," you know you know, mini trucker and you are, but you know, you mm-hmm. don't have to be from 1985, you know, in terms of mini trucking to yeah. be a hardcore. So that I think is a key takeaway. And again, I will say this when I talked to Andrew from mini and takeover, you know, we, we level set on some good things and I took a lot of weight from that conversation and, and I told him, you know, we, we got to slap hands again. We got to get them on. I have learned over the past few years. And if Andrew happens to hear this, but this goes for everyone, uh, I've tried to turn any little bit of Even if I ever had a frustration towards a friend, you know, locally here or anything, I try to turn it into a positive because I've really learned from other people to say, you know, time is short, our time's limited here. And I sometimes wish even others in the truck scene, um, you know, some shops, right? There's there's people out there that have had longstanding Mm kind of, I call it Hatfields and McCoys type things or club mates or whoever. I always encourage people, you know, get out there. And you know, try to settle things and, and and just move forward because you know what, there's enough out there for everyone, and there's a lot of good people out there. And I would never want anyone to get railroaded, you know, for 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 being passionate about what they love. You know what I mean?
5: Oh yeah, I know exactly. Like I I totally agree with everything you're saying. It's everyone everyone should have an opportunity to express themselves when it comes to this thing because no yes. one really should have any any negative things to say when it comes to that because it's their way of expressing themselves and showing hey like this yeah. is what i like and this is what i like to do and that's but that's what's shown me is being involved in in the whole mini truck scene is like there's some old heads you know no disrespect but sure. there's some old heads like that will really like show you the way and like hey like you know you're doing this you might want to do this or just really they can really piece together some really good advice when it comes to this kind of thing because they've lived and breathed it and have done this 5 million times from tearing their truck down once and building it back up. Oh, so yeah. they know a thing or two. I, that's what I really love about this whole thing because they really will stick their necks out for you when it comes to helping you out.
0: Yeah. Shortly before we wrap up, I'm going to pick your brain on that because I think I got a good one for you. But uh, before we, I ask you about this next topic that, that ties into Ernie, um, is there anything else you wanted to share about the truck that we, we maybe did Because i tell you what, man, the red paint sticks out. the The graphics put that thing over the top. It's a frontier. You know, there's some frontiers in the scene. There's not a whole ton of them. You know, they're not like S10 crazy Mm -hmm. amounts, but there's a decent amount of them. So it's kind of a a truck that isn't maybe at the top of the food chain in terms of quantity, which I really dig, right? Because you kind of went down your own path Mm -hmm. and said, hey, I want something a little different. But is there anything else you wanted to kind of share about the truck before we move to the next topic?
5: Really just like, when it comes to the graphics, it's the running through the dash and over the wiper cowl and the hood and going onto the roof. That really is like, really is what my favorite part is, and that's what I've heard from a lot of people that have you know looked at and I've chatted with over at LST and um, here in town and whatnot. Their favorite part is really the dash, and I wholeheartedly agree with that because it's really you don't see that a whole lot. It's you see it when it comes to old school builds, sure, but when it comes to you know. A lot of the new school, it's like, you don't really see that a whole lot. And for, you know, for Kyle to do that for me and, you know, him just have full control and full reign when it came to this, it really, you know, set it over the top and really brought the frontier to the next level. Like you're saying, you know, there's not a lot of frontiers out there. Um, I wish there was, you know, not, it's, there's a lot of S10s, a lot of, you know, Toyotas and whatnot, but I really wish there was a lot of frontiers that would pop out a lot more, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And, you know, they're out there like you're saying and you know we'll, we'll we'll shine together
0: yeah i like it i love it and one of my aspects of it is one you know to your point and, and i'll say this a lot kind of in their 2000 builds you'd see a lot of guys and painting dashes you know all the, the dash would get pulled out they get they paint it you know full-size trucks people still kind of do it but to your point obviously laying the graphics on it you don't see it as much these days but also i'm a big fan of when the entire bed floor is lifted. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yours has done some of the photos I've seen on Instagram. You know, I like it because it's, you know, it's all flat across. You see the wheel tubs are still red. They kind of have that factory appearance, right? Because it's all raised. And then you've got a little Mm -hmm. bit of material and or paint. But to me, it all flows. And it just kind of gives like that, that complete look of the mini truck to me.
5: Oh yeah. It's with that whole, with the whole bed. It really just was bringing out my interior into the, into the outside. Yep. yep. So that's why, like, I have the tan bedliner. My wheel tubs are still red, and I have the front, front face of the bed and the tailgate skin is red, just to really tie in from the interior. And I really just have to thank my my dad and his buddy Slim for that because they're the ones that you know wanted to do that, and thought it would be cool because I was going to do a wood floor kit, but it, and you know being. Being me, I'm gonna order the wrong one. So, which I did, <laughs> and so they just like, here, just do this, and I guarantee you it's gonna look sick. And sure enough, it did. It be, I just couldn't picture it in my head um, up until I saw it. But um, it really, it really came out it, the way the way they had envisioned it, and I can't, I can't be thankful enough. And you know, when I got to uh, the auto mixer back in 21 when I debuted it, uh, people thought my wheel tubs were air tanks, and sick. so that was that was pretty crazy to to hear that but yeah they're just the stock wheel tubs and it's just a raised sheet metal floor but it really really brought out the interior which is really a cool thing
0: oh yeah there's some cool photos again you can check out nr underscore jordan the the cool thing is i like the five spoke as i mentioned the billet wheels the graphics it's laid out you know it just has a great perfect stance inside the bed we talked about also one of our key partners and they've helped me in the past Accuware. Have you mm-hmm. do you have the E level on it or did you just have the touchpad anything you want to touch on there?
5: I have the Accuar E level plus actually, so and I'm I'm gonna be biased, but I will never run anything other than AccuWare because it's never been given me any issues and you know, just having that, that touch of a button just to raise the truck up completely or if I want to skate half an inch off the ground, you know, I can do that at the at the push of a button and you know, it's really the coolest thing that I've done to this truck.
0: Yeah, my friend Jimmy at Jimmy's Running Customs, you know, he's very biased as well, and he only runs that. I've ran it now in almost everything I've ever had, and knock on wood, I've never had an issue. The good thing is they've improved upon some of their things, and as you would expect, like even an iPhone, you look back, or an Android phone, a uh, Google Pixel mm-hmm. phone, you know, all of these companies, they got to continue to improve, or they're not going to be able to sustain their customers, right, and, and want to keep them. Right. So they, they've been able to improve, and, and I'm, I'm a big. Uh, big uh, proponent of their products as well so i know it's personal preference but i did want to get that in
5: oh yeah it's yeah and like everyone's got their like you're saying everyone's got their preference on what they want to run every yeah. every company's going to have their flaws it's just it's really comes down to like you're saying it's just a preference
0: yeah and back in on july 30 you had posted on instagram you said the first uh i believe you pronounce it weck W-E-K fest? Week, fest, yeah. week fest okay so you said uh first week fest that had to have been pretty cool was the response there you know there's a there's probably a good mix of different generations on a show like that right a lot of the young up-and-coming dudes so, some guys well established yeah, did you get a lot of love there too
5: yeah um it was a lot it was a lot more of the younger generation um that was there but there are some there were some older guys there as well. But, um, yeah, I got, I did get a lot of love for the, for the truck just because it's, it's a mini truck. There are some mini trucks there, but they're all the, they're all the stance, stance you know, models, yep. uh, racing style, uh, Yodas. And, you know, I was the only one with graphics and, you know, a body drop mini truck and in a sea of, you know, imports, you know, it was a, it was a sight to see. And, you know, I did get a lot of love and, you know, it, I can't, I can't thank anyone enough for just taking the time to just even look at it.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I would tell people go check it out. I, I mean, if some of you might be older school guys and you know you're not on Instagram, you got to get with the gram. Uh, even if you don't really put your stuff out there, you can still at least go check out nr underscore Jordan. Now, on a topic that may not be so easy to discuss, you know, of course, a loss of a friend, a mentor. In this case, you know, the club El Jefe, uh, Ernie Macias, you know, what I would refer to as kind of like was a North Star in our scene. You know, so many people looked up to him, club mates, his friends, mm-hmm. obviously his family. Uh, he was he was hardcore, right, to, to you know, a 1,000%. Oh, yeah. Um, what was it like to you personally, potentially, knowing Ernie um, and just the impact that he had on the club, man, any interactions that maybe you had with Ernie over the years? Oh, man, like
5: there's – there's too many to count but one thing that one thing that's always stuck out with me is you know how you know dedicated he was to everyone and how much of a family man he was and he was really just a down-to-earth dude like everyone knows he is and um, there was one year at a at a forbidden show that he I would, well it will always stick with me to this day but he this man would hold out his pocket and tell me to hold it and so so did some other ogs but you know they just that was our thing, you know, whenever we saw each other, they would already have it out, you know, waiting for me. And I was, <laughs> it was, it was always, it always stuck with me with that. And, um, so, but you know, he unfortunately never got to see the truck done. It was in the building process, um, up until he had passed away, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I wasn't, that truck wasn't complete until I had that star, um, sprayed on the roll pan, you know, that I had
0: to have it on there. Yeah. And, I tell you, I didn't know him near as close. I mean, I kind of knew him more socially in terms of you know the magazine and his work and the things he did with low life Mikey and you know obviously starting the club and all that stuff and we slapped hands and we've had him on and stuff and it's so it's almost surreal like it it really I mean I mean this with all respect. it kind of brings a tear to my eye anytime I get in deep conversation about him because um when we were at Straping the coast a couple months ago. We went and visited our friend Greg Miller who ran Custom Car Show Productions. For the most part, he was one quarter of that, but you know, he was he was the guy that everybody knew and we went and visited his grave and I also thought of Ernie too because you know it's it's crazy. Ernie was so young. And I think when we when we lose friends, you know, a lot of us as we start to get into our mid forties, we you know, myself, we start to think, Wow, like, man, there is really no guarantee for tomorrow. And I encourage people, no. you know, I'm not trying to be sappy, but I encourage people, like, get out there and do the stuff you love. Because to your point, you know, Ernie didn't get to see your truck done, maybe. But I tell you what, man, if there is what we believe, if he's in a better place, which I believe that, that, you know, I know he's smiling down and going, dude, there's another star right there, man. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it was he was truly, like, one of the most down-earth, hardcore, you know, mini-truckers that I, I could have known. And he every time I saw him well, up in uh, during 2020 when we were in Vegas for a Mini Truck Showdown, he saw me like, "Where's the truck?" I said, man, it's still getting built. And he's like, man, I. He's like, I matter I better see that thing soon. And I said, <laughs> I, I hope so too, because I want, I want to see it done as well.
0: Yeah, that's the good pressure. You know, it wasn't like he's, he's yoking you up by the collar, but he's like, you know, you, you want, you probably look back and you're glad that he asked you, because you know, you know mm-hmm. that he meant. He, he wasn't like, hey, man, you're gonna get kicked out of the club. You gotta get your shit together. But he seriously yeah. wanted to like be like, yo, man, I want to see it.
5: Yeah, and there was there. I was, there's this one picture I have. Um, Of another member from Arizona getting logoed when we were at Forbidden, you know, and I just happened to be, you know, standing right next to him, and that's something I'll always keep with me. uh, Is that is that photo? Because it's just while we were celebrating someone else, it was, you know, to have that caliber of a person, you know, with you and be the president of your club is is really something special.
0: Yeah. Anytime I post, no regrets. I've said this before. I always hashtag it, and I smile when I do. Because Ernie, if I ever, like, if there was a vehicle that I was like, man, I don't know if this is no regrets. I can't see the back logo. And Ernie would come in, no regrets, CC, you know? And the CC Mm -hmm. was always cool to me, too, because, you know, Ernie having that low rider love for the Cadillacs and everything, too, the big boats, you know, CC I always thought of, you know, as like car club, right? So he Mm kind of, even though it might sound funny, it's like, okay, what's a truck club? It's a car club. But it was like. It, even with the build that Wilk did, right that in conjunction with him, you know, and it's like you look at it and mm-hmm. say, Ernie wasn't just a truck guy; he just wasn't a car guy. Like he was a true, true enthusiast, and and I'll always appreciate that. And that's why it always brings a smile on my face anytime I do no re- ha- hashtag no regrets CC.
5: Yeah. Oh, I I wholeheartedly agree because that he was he was all about everyone just stepping up their game and you know doing what they knew they could do.
0: Oh yeah. Now, one last question about Ernie, and I don't want to get too personal with this, but if you could say one last thing to Ernie, you know, right as of now, right, August, you know, this isn't going to air until early September, but, you know, let's say September 2023, if Ernie was like, yo, man, uh, what's, what's one thing you got for me? What would you say to the Big Earned Dog?
5: Man, where do I start? When can I come down to see you and show you, show you what, uh, what I can bring to the
0: table? There you go, man. You, you go to the El Jefe. Remember, it's like you, you go, hey, uh, like in the Godfather, the old seventies movie. You know, he's like, hey, come to your on your daughter's wedding day. Like you, when you go to Ernie, you got to bring something to the table, right? Like, hey, I want to show mm-hmm. you what I got, man. I like it. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's and I guarantee he tell me like he's like, this is it, and just <laughs> I'm like, you know what, man? You're like, you okay, this, we can't this, this...
0: all be ballers, Ernie. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but man. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh,
5: it's it, good. There was there will be. Never anything to be able to top that Impala that was oh, had dude. finally gotten to the level that it's at, and you know it 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 breaks your heart every time you see it. But it's such a it's such a work of art.
0: Yeah, I know it's an SS, and it just has so much character in it that he would appreciate, and the people that stepped up, and just I mean. Yeah, dude, it's that, that's a heavy one, man. That that car is so awesome, and the photos that would pop up. I've never been to that place called the Pink Hotel. That people they have shows. Mm-hmm. I think film there and stuff. I've seen some photos of it, and it's just like wow. Every time I see it, I just go, Pff. dude. Like yeah, if, Bones
5: that, Brigade. Was, Bones Brigade was actually filmed there. The Search for Animal Chin.
0: Oh, with some of the scenes. So there you go. You're schooling me. I'm glad that wasn't (laughs) trivia this week because I would have got that one wrong. I didn't realize that. (laughs) Yeah. Every time I see that place uh, in photos, they used to have an Instagram. I don't know if they do anymore, but – I would when I see it, I go, man. I want to open a place like that. And like, could you imagine me going to my wife, going, "Hey, I want to open a hotel." She's like, "Okay, a hotel." And you're like, "Well, nobody's gonna live there." Well,
5: what do you mean? No, we're just gonna have a like car show. It's more of a destination location.
0: Yes, yeah, like photo shoots. I mean, the little shows they exactly. have there are like, bro, man. Oh yeah, so sick. It's
5: the the genocide car club from down south that holds the um, G side party at that at Pink Motel is, you know, there's some there's some heavy hitters that go there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen uh, just some of the photos I've seen. I'm just like, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. so what does it, what does you know, you've kind of summed this up already, but like, what does it mean to you now, you know, to be in a club and represent as hard as you can, you know, what does it mean to you to be in no regrets?
5: It, It means everything to me. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine myself in any other place except with no regrets. And, you know, I can't thank Danny enough for, you know, finding it to logo me and, you know, welcome me, welcome me in with, you know, everyone. And they're basically like, they really are a second family to me. And, you know, I can't, I'm, I can't be thankful enough for them. They really are, you know, humble, humble human beings and they really will help you when you're down.
0: Yeah. And that's great. I, I always like slapping hands with them. And I know Steve and I haven't been able to fully link up. He's on, I got this short list of about six people that, um, that I got to get knocked out before the end of the year and Steve's on there. And I, I really hope I know he'll probably hear this and, you know, I want him to know, like definitely want to link up with them, but there's a lot of good people out there and the ladies too, Christina, you know, we can't forget her. And I know a oh, lot yeah. of times, like, you know, we say the term, I say, you know, guys or whatever, but you know, there's a lot of the ladies out there that are running circles on some of the dudes and I love it. You know what I mean? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm uh, not afraid to say the ladies are running some shit. You know what I mean?
5: Oh no, absolutely. They you can see what they can bring out and how hard they go and like you're saying with Steve, you're you're gonna get a character with that because I love Steve to death and you know, but he's an amazing fabricator and really good at what he does.
0: Yeah, he is. And he's been involved with a couple of the T V shows over the years and he just he knows how to pivot and move. I know he had that great connection to um, you know, Max Fish and just so many great people. So But mm-hmm. uh, a couple more questions, then we'll wrap it up. So I wanna so before I ask you about giving advice to the younger generation of many truckers who are up and coming, that's gonna be my next question, so a little hint there on a lighter note, so like if we talked about if I'm gonna ask you in a minute about maybe some advice that you would give to the younger generation, what advice do you like getting maybe from one of the ogs in the scene, whether it's your dad or some of the kinfolk that he in his circle, right? Is there any advice that you've gotten or that you always appreciate when someone maybe puts their arm around you and go, Hey man, you know, what about this or anything come to mind?
5: Uh, Really? It just comes to, you know, never, never bite off more than you can chew. Always, you know, budget how you want to do this and never go above that. Because once you do that, you're going to be overwhelmed and it's going to be, you know, a not so fun experience. So that's really what he told me to do is never, you like your your pocketbook you can only build what your pocketbook allows you to and you know it's it was hard for me to understand that a lot of times because I want it done now and or I want it done yesterday. And but really that's that's really all I would um soak up is really really just that. You know it's it really helped me out a lot because it showed me that hey, you know, this this is these are money pits and you know, you can get way too deep into it to where you can't, you know build yourself back up and really, um, really that's what I take from it was just never live or never build your truck more than what you can afford because it, it'll just, consume. like I was saying, it'll just turn into, yeah, it'll consume you.
0: That, that's great advice. And I, I could probably build upon that with some of my homies and tell people, and I've tried to tell people over the years, like don't blow your stuff so far apart that it's not saying that things can't get put back together. We all know that time and money, but, if you can enjoy something like what you're doing, like you know you're driving it, then you're gonna say, "Hey, I'm gonna do a full paint job, or I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna pull it off for a little while, then I'm gonna get it back on." Once stuff starts, you know, being parked, engine pulled, drive shaft out, rear end out, you know, a year or two, five years, it makes it. I mean, I'm sure if there was a chart, you know, your the odds go way down quick on something being able to be finished. A lot of people I knew never thought I'd finish my truck, so that's fantastic advice. Now. What advice, something that was different than what you just said, would you give to maybe the younger generation? Maybe you've got an 18-year-old or you've got someone that's like, you know, I don't know. I went to a show and, you know, I don't know. These guys, they seem old and they got these flat bills. I'm scared of these guys (laughs) or or whatever, right? What advice would you give to the younger generation or a guy or a lady that's like coming up going, hey, I wonder if I want to jump in this scene?
5: Never give up. Just keep going. No matter how hard it gets, it's just... You got to push through because right on the other side, you're going to have a you're going to have something that you've dreamed of having and it'll be completely worth it in the end because it without hard work, you're not going to get, you know, to the end of the rainbow like everyone says. And, you know, that's really all I could all I could say is just really just don't give up.
0: Yeah. One thousand something that is important. Is I'm sure you and your friends and clubmates and a lot of us that are listening to this podcast, like we we've had a build where something just doesn't go right and it and it's frustrating. I mean, I had one earlier this year that I refused to talk about and I just was like, Are you kidding me? Like I try to do something and build something and build a tank and then you run into an issue, you know, and it's easy to give up. That's why I tell everybody, you know, it's easy to go, you know what, screw it, I'm selling it, it's gone. The hard part sometimes is just sticking with it, sticking with the plan. And, and that's, you know, in my mind, that's how I sum up what you said. So I appreciate you sharing that. Okay, couple uh, last couple questions. Uh, now, I had a couple people on social media that had chimed in here on this one. Were there any builds or builders so any particular truck or 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 a company or a dude or a lady that built a vehicle that inspired you like even in even if you go hey maybe it's going to be your next build or a build that's on your list right as as you get older but is there any one build or any one builder that maybe inspired you over the course of time i think eddie molina submitted that one
5: yeah it's and my dad's gonna hate me for it but um Last Look is what really got me, you know, hey, like I want to I want to do this and go, you know, do this kind of style graphics and whatnot. But that's really like Last Look is what really did it for me. And it's still my favorite mini truck to this day.
0: Yeah. And shout out to the crew that was there, you know, in Bakersfield. Like you said, so much of it, it was kind of the, the mini truck and mecca, is what I would call it for a long time. And, you know, that includes obviously, you know, Kyle. Uh, I want him to get all the credit, you know. Dion and uh, Craig, you know, we've had them on. We've also had Lambie on, but you know, I know obviously there's a little bit of, uh, you know, there's some tension between those guys. But you and I both know uh, they're very talented, and, and K Daddy is as well. So that is fantastic.
5: Oh yeah, it's and like we were, we had mentioned before, to have that caliber of a painter, you know, touch something, of uh, touch my truck is it really just it. You can't ask for anything better.
0: Now excellent. Is there any one thing that you've ever seen on a vehicle? You know, maybe for me it was like a detailed chassis that was like it just got my, my juices going. But is there any one like idea or any one wheel or a mod or anything that you've ever seen that just go that made you go, you know what, I want to go up the next level? Or was it just the paint side of it?
5: It was mainly it was really the billet side and the and the paint side is if I if I had to narrow it down because you paint and graphics and billets you can't go wrong with
0: that yeah exactly you know when people see the bp sign for british petroleum i go that that's billet and paint dog that, that's right there that's right mm-hmm. up my alley <laughs> i love it exactly those are a couple that i got from social media so before we close it out here's my last question is what's next for you and or your truck like do you have ambitious plans for it do you kind of go hey i'm gonna Enjoy what I got for a while. Down the road, I want to build X, Y, Z, Or are you just out there enjoying life now, Jordan?
5: I'm just really now that I've got it finally running solid, and you know I've done some engine bay, you know, touch ups and whatnot, and made it really run right. I'm really just wanting to enjoy it. It's Good. it's to the point where I can't I can't really do much else with it except just you know drive it and until the wheels fall off. Exactly,
0: and and they're billet, so we don't want them to fall off. But we know the expression. No, not <laughs> just at all. Kidding. Believe me, I've had wheels fall off before. It's not fun. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, it, dude, it's been cool chatting. Uh, is there anybody else you want to give a shout out? I know, you, like, you might have a close friend, or you know, we've talked about your dad a little bit. But is there anybody else that you want to shout out um, for all the love and support that they've given over the past, you know, however many years?
5: You know, it's uh, just shout out to the No Regrets crew, and you know, you know for them, you know, welcoming me with uh, with open arms. And really, all I can think uh, when it comes down to it is is my dad when it comes to when it comes to this aspect, because without him, like we'd mentioned, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be anywhere close to the scene. So really just shout out to him. And, you know, I'm very, very thankful for all the help and advice he's given me over this whole course of the build.
0: Yeah. That's 1000 again, N R underscore Jordan. You can also look at some of his tag photos, or you can type in J R underscore Espinosa, seven one, check out his pops. And again, I'm going to ratchet it up as I love to do. I mentioned a syndicate, MC with an underscore on the front and back. That's Louis Castillo Sr. You know, these guys are OGs. Um, and I, I say that with all respect. I mean, the, these guys have, have done it all. They were there, um, you know, during all these builds and paints and just, I mean, truly, there's so much more. I wish I could do an episode every day because literally I could do, there's there's enough out there. You know this. But, uh, again, mm-hmm. congratulations and shout out to Andrew from Any Truck and Takeover I love this shirt. I would tell people go out there to his website. He's on Instagram. He's got one of the biggest mini truck and pages. Uh, see what he's got left. Uh, in closing, do we, do you expect to have the truck out? I don't know if there's any other shows that you'll be going to this year. Anything else on the plans on the horizon before 2024?
5: I'll be out. Um, nothing major except, you know, local shows. I'll be at the, the cancer show here in down South and, um, a day to remember show up in November at state line, um, in Vegas, but, you know, next year is really going to be more, I I'm going to be at LST, but the, and you know, the truck won't be there because yep, yep. I got to enjoy the truck with it there. But, uh, the one after that'll be, um, it'll be camping drag for me.
0: Oh, great. wow. Yeah. Cause Ernie loved going to that show. That's mm-hmm. one of the places, and I've, first you places know,
5: everyone. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's told me it's, you know, if you want to go to a show, that's, you know, a high caliber, then you need to be at that one.
0: Yeah, there you go, Bill. uh, There's the perfect um, commercial for you. If somebody's willing to drive from California to Waveland, Indiana, where there's no cell phone coverage, you know it's a damn good show.
5: (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. That's all I've heard from anyone that's talked about it is how amazing of a show it is.
0: Jordan Espinoza, I'm going to call you. I meant to say this at the beginning. I'm going to call you mid-school, right, because my buddy Diener – we talked about old school via Mexico He goes, "Well, I'm kind of more mid school, and I had heard that term, but I never really thought about it. But I, I would really think, based upon you know where y- your line in the sand is, I think you're kind of a mid school guy. You're not. I wouldn't call you new school. You're mid school man, and I think that, with all respect, <laughs> is is a good term for for guys from your genre. I don't know anybody your age that's into it as much as you are. So I salute you for that. And uh, I just hope you keep living your dreams. Much love to your pops, all the No Regrets crew worldwide." Rest a peace to the big homie Ernie, big earned dog, and uh, that's all I got, man.
5: Hey, I appreciate you having me on and taking the time to you know hear what I have to say when it comes to
0: this whole whole new generation. We just ask you keep the pedal stomped, keep it legal, and stay on the rise, our friend. Every day. <laughs>